What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, DC, host of the What The Shit Podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. If you could, go to the Facebook page, What The Stuff Podcast. Become a member of the crew. Also, you can hit us up on Instagram, What The Shit underscore podcast. Catch us on iHeart and everywhere else. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Somewhere else. No, but we're live. What's going on, people? I'm having technical difficulties, man. They don't want us to be great. I got no music tonight. I got nothing. Uh, it's just me, Amanda, my wits, and Chris. What's going on? Well, you say it that way. <laughs> my bad. If you're the man, you, your tech, and your man of the wits, that still makes me the man on the wall. Works sure. for me. I got nothing, man. Um, so I was trying to use my computer. My computer is acting real weird and doesn't want to let me do anything. So I'm going live from the phone. Uh, I don't know if it's whether all this tech I got going on, but it's been acting weird. But we're live. So tonight we have Suicide Holler coming on here, man. We got uh Prentice Johnson, man. He's going to be Yeah man, I, I got no theme song, man. Uh <laughs> oh, no, G Black man, I'm 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 kinda uh I'm out here nude, man. It's just a weird feeling going live and not being able to do what I usually do. Um let me try something. It's gonna be weird. Nice. Uh, while I do that, man, Chris, how was your day, man? What's going on? Woo, woo. What was that? Okay. Uh, I guess I'm the only one. Uh, my day's been fine. Thank you to the ladies at the Looking Glass Podcast for this dope mug. I'm drinking some coffee because I got to spark myself up. Give me a second. Oh, oh that's, tasty. That's, tasty. that's tasty. tasty. I feel myself. I, 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 I can hear the echo. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh man, oh, man. Okay. yeah, it's it's, it's a whole it's a whole it's, there okay. it you know what? <laughs> there it go. It's good. It's good. They don't want us to be We're, great, man. So it's good. <laughs> OBS I have so much to do, but I can't do it now. Um, first, let's get the news out the way, man. What the shit is now on Apple's radio. We launch Sunday. You can catch us now on there Monday and Thursdays. So twice a week, you can catch us on the internet radio station. Baby, we out here. Um, so that's applesradio.com. Or if you got Google or uh, Google Assistant or Alexa, download the uh, skill. Yeah, yeah, I know he is. Um, you can download the play skill and say, hey, Google, um, play with the shit on Apple Radio. Um, so there's that. Um, some other things going on. But I just feel so weird right now because nothing seems to be working. And we're live. That's the beauty of life. You got to be able to pivot. So, Chris, uh, as I was saying before, the echo and, and all the uh, weirdness, what's going on? Um, Closing deals, shaking hands and kissing babies and not shaking babies and kissing hands. We don't want that. Uh, doing good, though, man. Doing good. What the shit Wednesday, as you can see. Um, right now, yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah, that, what the shit? <laughs> It's the dare. Really, I'm not really liking it, man. Like I, don't, I feel <laughs> naked, feel weird, and it's like I feel weird not being able to do what I had planned. Like you come up with a good plan, and then shit just fuck up on you. Man. You know what I mean? You gotta. Well, the fact that you pivoted to deal with the pivot, uh, it works. Did I though? Because I feel, I feel like I'm flustered, man. I feel like I'm showing my um. Stuff, man. I feel like my slip is showing. I'm out here slipping. 
you slip. <laughs> yeah, man. That's an old, old, that old, old school, school old school church yeah. reference right there. Slip to him, boy. Tighten up. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, we had a pretty dope show last night. We had uh, Tyler Lutz on. He was a uh, middle science science teacher and a martial artist and a massive Power Rangers fan. And he was just blowing us away with some of the information he had down there in Texas, um, how he incorporates his love of Power Rangers into his teachings and some of the stuff that he has coming up, which is really dope, really dope about the idea. He's an advocate against bullying and uh, just kind of bringing kids out of their shell and making them better. So building, literally building the next generation of do-gooders, so to speak. Uh, for the next for the next for the world it's, it's dope check it out uh it's up all it's up now we'll be dropping clips later this week so yeah man i still, I still got nothing man i feel, I feel <laughs> so so weird i'm gonna have to get this figured out tomorrow man because i thought i thought it was cool i was like oh let me restart my computer man i'm good you know but you know as they say the show goes on um it is what it is yeah ain't any mad about it um that's what happens when you win it, man. The devil don't want you to win. Um, I guess. Uh, however that saying goes. Join me. Um, yeah, that's kind of work. Yeah, no, man. It's so crazy. This shit is so weird. So, news. I don't know what's going on new, man. Um, I know somebody just got paid. Shout out to Stefan Diggs, man. My man just got $104 million in them things. And uh, that's the most in the, in, the, in the camp, isn't it? Mm-mm. Not by far. It's he got paid pretty well, but Sean Watson still is leading everybody by yeah, like 80 million yeah. in the bank. Um, shout out to the Lakers. They're going to be sitting at home with us, man. <laughs> the Lakers going to be sitting at home with everybody else this summer. Uh, I kind of seen that, that coming when, um, when LeBron had been sitting out the last couple games because of his ankle. And I'm like, yeah, they're not going to. It was not his ankle. Anthony Davis is soft as hospital cotton. Uh, Russell wait, wait, wait! Ocean. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said hospital cotton and not toddler thighs. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a better reference there. I like that, that boy. That boy Charmin. He is super soft. <laughs> he can't stay in. He can't stay healthy to save his life. Gun to right go now, boy, like, go boy, Davis, run down the street. This nigga twists his ankle walking, man. This. What's up, Boom Man? Shout out to Boom Man. Shout out to G Black Man. What's going on with y'all, man? Um, yeah, so the Lakers will be at home with everybody else. Um, the Cavs is making a good push. They're right now in the seventh seed. So yeah, but they crazy. got they they need to win these next LeBron few games. So. Cleveland. If Cleveland make the playoffs, LeBron will be back home next season. <laughs> Guaranteed bet. That nigga like, yeah, uh, I want to come home again. <laughs> yeah, how many times you gonna come home, brother? Like home ain't even home no more. You done left. They didn't change the lock. You still trying to force your ass back in. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the Grammys. I did not watch, so I don't know who won. So I'm not even gonna tell you I did. Shout out to Six Sonic, my man. They swept yeah. it. They four for four, man. Shout out to Six Sonic. That album is fucking uh, fire, and they should have won everything. But, Jasmine Sullivan finally won a, won a Grammy because she's been putting out dope content for for a minute now. I mean, it only took her twenty years. It took them twenty years to recognize it. Apparently, I don't know. But I don't yeah. know. Them hotels be winning, man. Y'all on Instagram getting people to tell their whole secrets. And and for the like, record, everybody, you know, we that. 
we just had the Oscars and the Grammys back to back, and I never thought I'd see uh, Beyonce perform at the Oscars. That's something I never really do because I don't really watch the Oscars until. But uh, That's let's just put it like, yeah, let's just put it like this. Can we just get it back to normal? Because all on Beyonce's internet, can we just not do this again? <laughs> like I'm done with it all. Can go back to normal where we ain't got to worry about. I'm trying up. to figure out what's normal now. Because the Source normal. Awards. That's that was normal. The Source Awards was normal. When was the Source Awards ever normal? That's what I'm saying. It set the like, standard. This shit ain't been normal. They they set the standard for shit. <laughs> Oh, Except for them last two, two or three years. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, like what else is going on, man? Like, um, I have to bring our guests on, but before we do that, I think there's there's something else we need to address. Um, the elephant in the room. Um, I don't know how to say this, but I heard nobody's feelings. Um, but I got to be me. I wouldn't be me if I ain't said. Nigga, like it's gonna be sitting at home with everybody else. I don't know what y'all thought was gonna happen, man, but they're gonna be sitting at home. That dream team shit that was supposed to happen ain't happen. Russell Westbrook, this nigga couldn't shoot a shot in the ocean with a slingshot. Um, Anthony Davis is hospital cotton. This man get hurt looking at himself in the mirror, combing his head. Um, Brian, you did your thing, man. You, you couldn't hold that old ass team together. Glue and Ben Gay couldn't hold that team together. They <laughs> They average age was sixty. The worst stunner oh, in history. WrestleMania <laughs> happened. I forgot WrestleMania happened. That 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 tragedy happened. Um, shout Two out to Roman Reigns, man. Shout out to Roman Reigns. I love this hoodie. Um, you know, God mode greatness on a different level. Um, I feel like that's all season long. Um, yeah, Stone Cold brought his old maniacal ass back in here. Um. Them the two old bad knees and shit. He had four knee braces on. Imagine that. Not one, not two, but three. See, they look they look like they get is adding more adding more braces as he goes on. But shout out, shout out to uh Triple H. You know, I hope he I'm glad he stepped down when he did. He ain't got no choice. It's yeah, not about all it's like he was yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's what happens when you fifty five and you take steroids for most of your life. That's can't, can't up your heart shit. Uh but I wanna give a shout out to Blanca Belair, Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks and mm-hmm. Naomi, Roman Reigns. Those were Day, entertaining. Bobby Lashley. Black people who were actually winning on the big stage, finally. Um, I don't give a damn about none of them other ones. Does that That's change the dynamic? Say. Do you think this changes the dynamic of, of at least of WWE? Not at all. Nope. Still you think a white it's, man's, uh, it's still a white man's game. Now, as far as like their match times, like like this is probably the second, third time uh Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns it's matched the 50th off. Time. It's the fiftieth time. I mean, no, no, but their timing, but their timing was damn near twenty minutes. Both the, the last two matches, this this one and the one before it, was damn near twenty minutes. So it was like we need y'all to wrestle for twenty minutes. We're going for marathon, man. Well, they, no, they pulled out a match, so they had to go longer. Like they cut some matches for time. Yeah. Because some other matches went longer. But y'all don't really care about it. I'm just tired of seeing them niggas fight. It's like the Hatfield Here's the thing. Like the Celtic, Cowboys, 49ers. Like these niggas fight every year. I can guarantee you three things. I'm going to say black and die. 
I'm going to pay taxes and Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is going to fight somewhere, somehow. <laughs> I thought you were like, say, I thought you were saying pay Brock Lesnar. No. Mm. I mean, I like the character. I mean, this, yeah, I like this Brock Lesnar other than the other one. Yo, stoic. This one's having fun, man. This is all about having fun. Yeah. Speaking of having fun, we got to bring our first guest out here. Let me see if I can do this right, man, because uh, my shit ain't working right. But, uh, show don't stop. Suicide Hollum in the Yo, building. People, what's, what's going happening? on, man? Like, Let me take these right? headphones out, man. My headphones not connecting up for y'all. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. All right, I'm going to go ahead and sit this joint back up here then, man. Can I make it full screen? Yes, sir. There's a button somewhere I couldn't tell you. There I we go right it. here. Okay. All right, my man. Can y'all see me? Yes, yeah. What's going on with you, man? What's going on with everybody? What's going on? Oh, man, you got it. So I got to ask, where are you at? You had, there, there was a contest, and I forget the name of it. There was a musical contest you were a part of. Is that still going on? You still a part of it? Oh, you're talking about the uh, Sway in the Morning joint? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Sway, um, me and Sway been following each other for about, five, six years now. And, um, you know, he's, he, he ended up putting together the, uh, overtime freestyle segment, which was something new that, that they started. They got a room that got DMX Biggie and Tupac in the background. Crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy, crazy, great drop. And, um, he put together a competition of about, you know, it was anybody could enter from around the world, but they narrowed it down to 32. I ended up making it to the elite eight. Mm. They they just now finishing up the top two, right? I want to say yesterday. Those uh NCAA style, huh? Yeah, that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, man. Sway is a yeah, they was having that joint during the March Madness, man. It was it was good competition, man. It was some it was some cool writers in there, man. I, it's it's always good coming from a, a small melting pot like Cleveland, Ohio, and then being able to to put whatever you feel you have up against someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that, that's dope, man. Cause you made it to the elite eight, man, and and saying saying that ain't nothing to sneeze at. You know what I mean? Like nah, man, like we you, we definitely wanna, you know, we definitely push to make sure the the lyricism is peak. Um, we won multiple for the state. Uh, I think I won Ohio Hip Hop lyricist Ohio Hip Hop Awards lyricist of the year 2013, 14, 15, and 17. Mm. And um, outside of that, you know, of course, you know. Uh, anytime I put that pen down to the pad, I'm always looking to come with the greatest outcome. Period. You know that's what I write for. You had there, there was a uh, not today. A song not like today, that, man. I dig the video, man. Like <laughs> that video, <laughs> my man. It, it, that video, man. Because I'm I'm one, I'm a visual guy. I believe right, that. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you making video, like, you know BET back in the day, the video didn't match the song. The visual treatments is the importance of the visual treatment is crazy. Yeah, so I watched the video and I'm like, this shit is crazy. This shit make me want to listen to the song again and again because it's pretty much was a play on um kind of like Fresh Prince. It was um it was Fresh Prince next Friday. Yeah. Um man, I, I I whipped that joint up, man. Like I don't I never really 
You know, um, I never really take the time to really sit and dwell on things that I've done. But, you know, from the beginning till now, whether it was cover arts, whether it was visual concepts, everything, I've just I've come up with everything. Nobody I've never had another creative on, you know, my hands on work. So when it came to like doing the visuals, it's always easy getting the the, the concepts and everything. But it's, it's a little bit tougher getting all the components like everybody that you need to play the roles. Yeah, cause you were day day in this video, man. You got yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Got man. My man, my man was running the water on me for a long. Yeah, I'm time, looking at it right. Man. I'm looking at it right now. He's a like, method actor, cause he was getting drowned. Like I was. Man, like, I'm talking about. Takes? I want to. Now here's my question: How many <laughs> takes did was that man? Cause I hope that was one. The water joint. Yeah. Yes. Everything. Everything was almost. Everything was literally like a one-two take because I've been. I've been doing the visuals and everything for so long that I kind of exactly know what I like. But the water part, I think we did like three takes on that. So I got drowned. Oh, man. I was going to say, yeah. Like, like, yeah, that looked like he got drowned in on that <laughs> one, man. I was going <laughs> to say, how many times did you want to do it? Or did it seem longer than the rest of the takes? That's what I was going to ask you. No, yeah, I got drowned for sure, my man. I got drowned. <laughs> it was fun, uh, though. The whole visual I mean, having baby D chase me around the court and everything I mean, like it was man, fun. The energy of the video looks, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The vibe of the video was dope. You know what I mean? You 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 put some pop culture in there, but it also just felt like you was having fun. You know, I, I mean, once I times... when I sit and when I when I when I sat and wrote the record and I realized I had three verses, well, two verses, two hooks. And it was only a minute 48. I was like, man, that's kind of short. You know what I mean? And it's like, I wanted to have that replay value. Of course, the song is, you know, the, the, the avid listeners are going to listen to it. But the visual, I wanted to go all the way up with the visual because I wanted them to be able to interpret the song by just looking at, you know what I mean? Watching that video. Because I kind of, if you really pay attention to the lyrics of the song, I kind of matched them up with what was going on in the, like, during the part of the, of the visual. Yeah, that's what like they trying to, I, I had a bar about trying to stop my vision or something like that, and it was, you know, the water pouring on me. And that's what I was saying. Like, there's a lot of times where it don't match up. I mean, the song and the lyrics, you just be like, wait, now why is this nigga riding an elephant out of nowhere? And he's talking about getting money. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? What is, what is, what is, what is right. the metaphor? Like, you know, some people overthink it. You know what I'm saying? The metaphors is the metaphors, and that's cool, but then they'll be trying to get the music, and they'll be trying to do these weird outrageous messages to try to i'm like bro it, yo, it, it ain't even necessary I mean, yeah, the closer you make it yeah the closer you make it to the actual theme yeah i mean the more that the person that's viewing it can relate to it because honestly the music is supposed to be relatable first and foremost the visual is just supposed to grab them further but you don't want to you don't want to catch them with the music and then take them somewhere on another planet with the visual unless that's your intent yeah so how long did it take you to shoot that, that video? We shot not today, I want to say full joint. Probably, I mean, it was just one day of shooting, but I want to say an hour's total, maybe five. It's not bad. You, I mean, you had a vision, you had a goal in mind, you had a vision. Yeah, I already, you got to think. And then, and then one has to understand, I don't live in Cleveland anymore. So when I come up, I want everything like this because I have it written out like that. Yeah. So, like, mind you, I'm on. A, you see, it's dark right now. I'm on the road coming back from Cleveland. I live eight hours from Cleveland in Virginia, Chesapeake. 
so that's why it's dark. I'm in the car. I just dropped my son off uh, at about 10 a.m. So I'm I'm pulling. I would have been at home, but it's rush hour. Yeah, we yeah. If you're from Cleveland, you know what rush hour is. So yeah. we we in that we in that VA rush hour right now. It's a 16 hour round trip, but Ooh. you know I drive, man. This this type of stuff don't do much to me. I feel you. So I I I, I was an avid watcher of BET Uncut, and I think you know where I'm about to go with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's one of my favorite was, joints, man. I, I was an avid watcher of BET Uncut. Um, and I understand why when I when I put these numbers out here, you know why they like they are. The song is pussy so good. You got pussy so good, like ten million views. Talk about that. Getting ready. They actually no, it's a, it's, a, it's a little over eleven. Um, it blows my mind honestly because when I put the concept together, when I when I got with my guys that shot the visual, you got to think. They didn't even know that there would be a naked girl. She walked out, and my guys just turned around and was like, "What is what?" Yeah, I, I, that's that was so, my attention because the first time I seen it, I didn't get that far, and I was like, "Oh, that's that, oh, that that's yeah, that." Yeah, so basically, that. like in the theme, <laughs> basically, like in the theme of the visual, wrapping everything together, it's you know, it's me playing Adam in the garden, but it's. If you really pay attention to the to the whole feng shui, the visual, it's more of she's representing less because I never touched her one time. Mm-hmm. So she's just representing the spirit of lust. And and when I put out these lyrics, the, the pussy's so good, I might go half on a baby with you, girl. It's just speaking in general. And what I'm doing is not only telling, you know, the younger crowd that's following me that you will come across something where, you know, there will be women that may entice you to the point where the vagina is so good you don't even want to pull out or... Or you may, you know, fall into these type of mistakes, but you never know the color, the demographic, the race, anything like that. It's just, this is just women in general. So the way I base the visual with the Adam and Eve thing would be me in the garden, simply, you know, this woman is walking around with this ad- with this apple. She's butt naked. And I'm just this clueless guy that's, that's, that's rapping these lyrics and she's trying to, you know, sort of entice me throughout the visual with more touch and more, you know, more skin showing and more different things like that. But when I, when I pitched it to my guys, I hadn't hit a million yet. I was just coming off the previous year, my biggest record to date, which was hit them folks, which went worldwide. The kids went crazy, probably a million visuals worldwide of that. And it was like, okay, let me see if I can push the bar to this million, this million view mark. And I'm like, it's only really so many ways that you can do it subconsciously unless you really implement some, you know, different sort of uh, nuances. So once I went in that direction and I pitched it to the female, she was on deck immediately. Um, within a week, we shot it. I told my guys, I just want to do a million, man. I, I think this would be the first one. And I literally posted it every 10,000 until it hit like 100,000 on my Insta story. And then it just went viral. Like it's, it's, it's literally just gone. Like I, it's, it's crazy to see it. Like, Almost it's 12 million, million views. Over, it's over 11. It's over 11 million five now. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. to see that, and it's just like, wow. Like I'm, I'm ready to see. Now, it, not it, only like, your like your said. your company, but more people. Yeah, I'm ready to see more people that take it in and be like, yo, what the hell is going on? Let me reach out to this guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, you know, why, I'm, why, I'm ready why, to look at it. Now, why DC said it gives you that. 
the the uncut vibe, it doesn't give you that uncut sound because you know BET a cut. It was known and to have a cut. And if you really look at the comments, you got you got all these yeah. comments of people how how is this staying on you how and what they don't recognize is that it's more <laughs> art than than what y'all recognizing as porn or whatever the case yeah, is. It's art. Yeah, you know what I mean, people gonna hate. You know, you had these that's, five, that's uh, bad uh, body built people who be like, how can you show that? You be like, don't appreciate what it is. Like, <laughs> you got hate on everything. Like, people want to censor everything, but then it's only because they either weird or can't achieve it. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, you know, it's what it is. Like is what I've noticed from a lot of the comments is, you know, it's, it's people that's really. I guess feeling like, you know, if they tried it, they wouldn't get the same result or YouTube or Yank theirs down. It's a million different ways to, to go about thinking about it, but what you should be doing as a viewer is just taking it in and either giving your opinion, you either like it or you don't. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. here to, to, to try to make the world love me or nothing like that, but I'm putting out art and I'm being consistent with it and I'm being more and more creative with it. And, and you know, it's going to land. So I like the visuals, the new, man. One of, the new, one of the newest... Um... Appreciate it, man. Out, drop 325 was the recipe. And, I, and from what I see, it's getting a good response. So uh, let's talk about that project. Uh, the recipe? Yep. Yeah, man. The recipe was a joint that um, those are actually my little cousins, blood cousins that are on the record. And, you know, coming from, I'm not sure if if you all are from Cleveland, Ohio. Where, are, where, are, where exactly are you all stationed out of? I'm, I'm in from Cleveland. Akron, but I was saying, Ken, he's from Akron. He's saying Cleveland. You're right. I mean, you know, so, he, so around. being from Cleveland, I'm sure you understand that it's it's not easy not only making a name, but even getting a, a look from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, that's so, a while, period. I think, and I think, and, I, and that's, that's one question I wanted to ask you. Um, uh-huh. We'll touch it on it in a minute. Um, I'll let you finish. I, but, I, but, we, and saying, like, before we get to that, it was, it got to the point where I'm, I'm never going to really, you know, try to sugarcoat too much because what I want the people that's following me to understand is that this is a learning process. This is a journey. I never watched the people that came before me. I had people that I looked up to, my influencers, but they didn't really have internet journey. So you couldn't see, you know, this is just like my first time going through it. So I got to the point where, you know, sometimes things get frustrating going through the journey. I actually told myself before, I'm not going to even send any of my family through this journey because of things that I may have dealt with that I didn't want another person that I felt like I love or I care about to go through. But it got to a point where I was like, you know what? It's bigger than me. It's bigger than just Cleveland, Ohio. This is this needs to be known by the world. And who am I to say that I'm not going to guide a family member that's coming to me adamantly asking how we're doing or how can I? So when I finally got the opportunity and my little cousins who were rapping for a while, doing what they were doing around the city, I had a beat. I'm like, you know, from what I'm hearing from them, I'm like, I think you all would sound good on this beat. I came into the city, um, I want to say December of, of last year, and I grabbed them all up. I said, we going into the studio. You know what I mean? I got the beat. And we came out with the recipe. It was the only track that we did. And and just somehow it just came out, you know what I mean? Dope. We shot the visual last week. So so the people can be looking forward to that. But the recipe is really becoming like one of my favorite joints, man. It's the whole tempo, like the melody, everything. That joint is fire to me, man. Like coming out of Cleveland, Ohio. 
Coming out of Cleveland, Ohio, it's like it's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it it creates it molds you. Like you want to come out of a Cleveland, Ohio. You want to come out of a New York. You want to come out of a Miami. Different areas, uh, LA. They're gonna mold you into the artist you need to be to have that longevity and to be to have the poise you need to make it in this industry because it's not just peaches and cream on that other side of the gate. Right about that. Yeah. So if you're gonna be able to deal with with whatever comes with it, you gotta have that thick skin. And and, and I'm positive that, like myself, you all know, coming out of that Cleveland and surrounding areas. You gonna have that thick skin regardless, because ain't nobody looking at you like, yeah, I'm I'm with you, yeah, let's go up oh, to the top. Sure. I'm I'm right behind you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh yeah. If there's one thing I learned in doing this this podcasting thing, man, you you find out quickly, well, who's for you and who's not. Um, yeah, and, and and I don't really mind who's not. I don't really care. You know, right. That's, that's more of their loss than mine. That's not like a, I always say that's not like a you problem, not a me problem. And I'm going right. to continue to do what I got to do. I'm going to continue to keep climbing. Um, and when you start recognizing what's going on, it might be too late for you to jump back on the train. Exactly. Um, I always exactly. have love for them, but at the same time, I got work to do. You got to separate and level with, you got to level them. You know what I mean? You can't You can't change who you are from the, from the core. What you got to do yeah. is just protect what you got going on and, and continue to flourish for the people that do love, respect, and need that energy from you. That's all okay. you can really focus on. In, indeed. Um, let's talk about influence, man. What was your okay. Early, because I like asking this question in existence. It's always a different answer. So, like, what was your first introduction to music? Like, the first time you was like, I can do this, or just, like, I feel the music in me. Um, honestly, man, that's a great question because coming from my background, like, like I would like to, anytime I get a chance to speak, you know what I mean? I'm going to give in depth everything that I went through because more people went through that. And I would like them to know that, man, it's a route out period. Like mm -hmm. I came from, I came from having six of us, me, five other siblings in a home with no parents to the point where we fended for each other. I was the youngest. We fended for each other. We you know, if it was food that was needed, I had an elder brother that would go to the store, steal things. We starved together. We were sick together. We did all these things. So when I finally, when the, when the government finally came in and said, you all have no parental vision, like you all have no parental guidance. Nobody's here. We're putting you all into the system. Once I went into foster care and was by myself um, all those years until I was 18, I fell into the mixtape game. I fell into the Grabs out of Queens, the 50 cents when he was still chubby, the chameleonaires, the, the whole Swisher House movement. And I'm like 13. So once I fell into this stuff and I started hearing the stories, Big L was another huge influence. Once I started hearing the stories and I'm like, OK, so what I went through with my family, I wasn't the only one. And, you know, it's, it's many more people that dealt with that grit, sleeping next to roaches, not waking up to a meal going outside with, with a pair of jeans on, no underwear. You know what I mean? Like, once I understood that there was more people that went through this stuff and they was displaying it, like, poetically, honestly, at the time, I didn't know what poetry was. I didn't know how to put some words together. I just knew when I heard these people get on these beats and they was talking about that pain, 
I knew like that's when it first grabbed me. So by the time I'm going into to high school, freshman, sophomore year, they at the table. They making the clips beat. When the clips beat, when clips came out with grinding, when clips came out with grinding, everybody was tapping that one. Man, I'm talking about you can go a day of school without hearing grind and beat at least a hundred times on somebody's mm-hmm. locker or somebody's lunch table. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you're sitting around and you're seeing these kids step up and they like they putting these words together and you like, man, I can do that too. That was my introduction. Mm-hmm. Once I saw those kids rapping to that grinding on the locker and all that, I went home. I got my pen and pad. You got to think at the same time. MTV was having shows like Making the Band coming on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different joints was just like it was almost like a uh, like a like a perfect storm. Like it just all came together at the right time. And I'm like, you know what? That's me to the point where by the time I got to 11th grade, I was having teachers saying history class. I remember I remember like yesterday history class. My teacher saying you didn't do your homework. All right. Well, I see you doing this nonstop. Go up in front of the class and rap for everybody, and that's gonna be your assignment. Mm. So it was like it—it it, it, it was almost like the perfect storm. Like I want to say, high school, going into high school, them, them them teenage years, when you come into when a kid is coming into finding out and figuring out who they are as a person. I took to that beat and those lyrics going over that, and 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 it was really more towards geared towards the underground, which you know kind of aided and embedded the fact that I'm a lyricist. The fact that I can get on these hip hop records, but I can also do the commercial thing because, you know, being a student of the game far back, they those guys were not only rapping about what they were doing, but they were rapping about the mistakes that they were making that were keeping them from the mainstream. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm taking all this in and I'm just, you know, what I mean, I'm creating my mental, yeah. not unconsciously. And, that, and, that's, and, 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 and I'm glad you shared that. Because there's one thing that I always tell people here. I don't. I like to hear the story straight from the, you know, the, the, the source. I don't like the TMZ stories. I want people to hear from that person because you never know who might be listening. Your story might right. help out. So I appreciate you for sharing that, man. Because we all trust me. I've been there, so I know how that is, man. I'm saying mom's working late. My dad wasn't. Mom's was. Man, well, you know, yeah, you know I mean, moms was 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 heavy on the pipe. Like I, I'm I'm at the point where, yeah, you know I mean, I put it in the stories. I put my stories out. I never really got on the pad, and and I always found it much easier to just write what was real, what I was going through, what I actually lived. It's because it was it was always hard for me, like extremely hard, trying to mix something up because I didn't see that much. Right. Once we came from the gutter. The bottom of the gutter at seven years yeah. old. I'm, I'm, I wake up in Bedford Heights, Ohio, and it looked like I, I thought I was in another state, coming from 93rd and Anderson, which is down the way in Cleveland. The gutter, gutter. Yeah, yeah. So when you wake up in Bedford Heights, and and you've been on the road and you don't know what, it's just like yeah. You know I mean, it's night and day. I went outside and I this is my first time ever seeing real landscape. This is my first time a real meal was set on the table in front of me. Real food. Not just I'm waking up and I'm eating a box of old pie crust out the cabinet because I got to put something in me. You know what I mean? So yeah, once I once I'm seeing these things and I never met a pops, you know what I mean? I, moms was never there, which is why they took us because you know she would rather feed herself with with the with the stone than feed the kids. I don't blame mom; she's still around. 
um, missing teeth or not, I still want to see my mother smile because I never took the things that I went through and, 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 and used them as excuses to become a nothing. Right. I took the things that I went through and I used them as motivation to push me to a being unfathomable because the type of pain and passion that I carry is unfathomable if you didn't experience that. Right. And, that's, cool. and that's what's dope, man. Because that, like I said, you get a lot of artists who don't really they don't convey it like that, that well. Yeah, you know I mean, and to hear that from you, yeah. One, I'm saying that survival mode, that grind, that hustle, man. That's a lot of things that I wouldn't say today's kids missing, but the game makes the same in some aspects. And and, and I don't, I don't. And I'm but not when you see it there, you'll you'll understand how prevalent it is. That's what you're. Right, I, I get what right, you mean. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so it's like when yeah, you see, crazy. like when you see certain things in motion, you can tell. Like that's 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 honestly why, um, you know, a big portion of of the people that rock with me rock with me the way they do is because you can watch something, you can look through the screen and see my vulnerability. You could you could just see it on display. And a lot of people, of course, I understand ego and pride takes you a long way in the industry. I'm not acting like I'm oblivious to that. But at the same time, it's never going to get you with connected to those people the way real emotion, vulnerability, and, and actual real-life stories will. You can only yeah. panic in, in 100,000 and million my bank account so much to the people before they tune out. Yep. Indeed. That is true. Uh, speaking of working, man, I, I got to put this up here. One of my favorite people, man, my guy G. Black, he's a local... I hate saying local rapper. Uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, rappers out of Akron, man. Uh, he loves your story, man, and he's also a dope rapper, man. He would love to work with you. Um, I would like to put that together if y'all would like, man. Um, give you his information, send that along. I mean, he probably he's one of the rappers he'll jump in your inbox, man. But I like you to won't. Dope you 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 love man. it. You he, love it. Okay. Um, so, I'm at this uh, point, bro. I'm I'm at this point. I overstand my purpose. I know it because 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 as we as we spoke about, you know, a few minutes earlier, it's not coming out of Cleveland and getting not only just a name, but but people that actually can acknowledge you and be like, I know this person or I'm privy to that name or suicide. That's that's something that sometimes I got to sit back and take a breath and be like, you know, I'm really him. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, 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 not, coming to, it's coming to your zone. That's what it is. You, you're yeah, this is This is Cleveland. Like. We talking about that that pot, you know what I mean? This is this is definitely my hometown. I'm pushing for it to be a light that never burns out again. So it's like that whole region, the entire east side, like that's why I pushed the east side. I mean, the east side so heavy. You put the three up with the with the pointer finger back. Like the east side could be you could be the east side of Paris. Like the east side from anywhere you're from. I'm from the lower east side from the very bottom, man. And everywhere I go, if I put that three up, whether it's a show or if I'm on a freestyle. They know me from representing that, man. So whoever is a part of that, it's, 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 it's a movement. It's not just we against the West Side or nothing like that. But if you do know people who really follow hip-hop and, and love hip-hop throughout the years, what was Nate Dogg and these guys constantly throwing out during these hooks? Right, West right, Side. Right. You never had no people come and really rep the East. So when I do get to whatever position I can see coming to fruition. It's not just about the east side of Cleveland. This is the east side of the whole U.S., the world. You know what I mean? So, Everybody that's a part of that and want to be a part of that and push that forward, I'm for them. You know what I mean? 
Definitely. Um, let's talk about what's going on in Suicide Hollow. The, the new music group. Let's get it. Um, Suicide Music Group, man. Um, who are some of the artists that we need to look out for coming out of there? Suicide Music Group. Like, I've just really got my, you know, the people that's on the recipe. You got PFK, who are twins, and then you got One Way Vine. You can be on the lookout for them. Um, everyone else, and, and this is the this is what's so beautiful about SMG. Um, we're gonna take you back a little bit. When I was went into the when I went into the foster care, I was in foster care from age seven to eighteen. So when I came out of foster care, I didn't it wasn't that my because I my parents adopted me at 13. So it's not foster care. It's it's my family. I go in and out of Cleveland to this same family. This is my blood, even though I still have my other family. Mm -hmm. So when um when I left my my family at 17, being insubordinate, being rebellious, thinking I need to get back to the real blood, not knowing how that would go, even though it went sour, but just thinking unconsciously, I need to get back to them. They've been missing me for 12 years. Yeah. Once I finally got back to that, I got around a couple of uh, older cats that may have been considered family friends. Like my aunt had a boyfriend who was a rapper and then he had a couple of guy friends. So when I got around and my family members were like, okay, we've heard of you. You've been missing all these years. You're back. Okay, what do you do? And then I get back at 18 and they're like, okay, this guy can rap. And they're already rappers. In their mind, it's like, okay, I'm upper 20s. I'm going into my 30s. It's almost time for me to hang it up. But this dude is dope and he ain't going to do nothing but grow. What they decided to do was become SMG and put all their resources into me. Mm. So the same guys that... I was 18 living with an auntie who had a boyfriend at rap that would go to the studio every Friday when he get his check or whatever. And I would ride with and get on their tracks and all these, these same guys are suicide music group. They're just, they understand who I am and, and what it is that I present. They see it in you. They see exactly. it. Exactly. They saw it in me from 18 and they decided at, you got to think at 18, I didn't decide to become suicide holler. It wasn't until 22 when I found out I had a daughter on the way. Mm -hmm. So many years had went by from them continuing to pursue their careers until I eventually said, you know what? I'm putting my pen to this pad today and I'm not stopping, which was, I remember it was like, it was yesterday, October 17th, 2011. I started writing and I never stopped. That's what's up, man. I, so, so once they, they was like, you know what? We're older cats. We got, we know what it takes and we know that we don't have it. We got families. We got all these different things going on. He got it. We know for a fact he got it. So if I was to send you all any pictures or anything of SMG, you would see these guys that I came back to the hood at 18 and looked at them as the rappers. And they was looking at me like, no, you the one that got it. Now, how does that, now, at, a, at that age, man, how does that feel? Um... At that age, you got to think honestly. To this day, I don't, I don't know what I look like. <laughs> to this day, I, I still sit and be like, even with you all watching PSG, and and you all are amongst eleven point five M more. I don't know what I look like to them. I don't know what I look like to the kids that love hit them folks that made. I was. You got to think. I was. I went from working at Swage Lock to an idea. Put it on it. 
made, recorded a song, put it on the internet, and in two months, I was getting 10,000 videos a day of kids dancing to this song. I'm this guy that was working at Swage Lock. So I don't know what I look like to to the people that take in what I what I do. I just understand that I have a purpose. I do know that when I do put things out there successful time after time, I've been consistent. So I understand that something's going on, but I can't see it the way people that are looking at me can. Man, but that, I, I, I'll tell you, that's the crazy thing about it. Um, when you say something like that, because I, I've heard that before and I've often felt that way. Like you don't see what people see in you when they, you know what I'm saying, send you the videos or, or showing us support. You just feel like, appreciate it but you like I, I don't know why sometimes yeah or yeah i'm I'm sure both of you have been i'm I'm sure both of you have gotten to the point where because you all have been working on this platform obviously you all invited me I, i'm i'm positive that it's gotten to the point where someone has congratulated you over in your mind it's like over because you're thinking like bro what are you talking about i don't know what you're saying that i do because you all are doing it yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It, it does feel weird. Um, yeah, so when I don't, I don't even really, I don't entertain those conversations. Or one can't just be around me talking about what I do because it doesn't register. And not only that, but my humility doesn't. It just doesn't allow that. I don't even speak about myself. Yeah, and that, I think that's the crazy thing because a lot of people don't realize that if you're not talking about it, they think that you're not doing something. It ain't yeah. that. It's just that I, I'm a humble guy. You like, know I what you're doing. Like, yeah, yeah, like I see the accomplishments, but I don't have the wherewithal to just be beating on my chest all day long. Like, yeah, look like doing, look at me. That's um, un, that's that that's not really. I don't understand how that works. Of course, I get it. I see the guys. Hey, I did something good. Let me beat on my chest. I get it, but I don't understand how it works. Like it's, I'm not done. Like I'm not nearly, I have so much more still to do. I'm, I'm, I'm just now getting to the crib so we can have a more relaxed conversation, but I got, I got so much more. Like the things that I do are so in the moment that like, it's, it's not, don't get me wrong. I don't want to invalidate a supporter or tell them that wasn't fire or that wasn't dope, but I'm far from where I even see my finish. Like when you, when you, when you're a creative, like I'm sure you all are creatives as well. When you're a creative, you don't just see moment by moment. You don't just see, let me do something dope and then take in. You see an entire landscape and then you're just placing it as you go along, as the time goes along. I I often have to stop myself and try to take in some of the moments because if not, people don't feel like I'm in the moment, but when you doing, when you're creating, um, I've had this conversation with other musicians too. It's like when you're creating, you're not thinking about the song. You're thinking about the next three songs, the next album. Yeah, you know like you, you're, 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 you're working, working on, on a album, lot. But you're already thinking about the next album. You know what I'm saying? The next single, what the next visual. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it, the grind you out. Yet. You you're working so on so much. Grind, like, and, I, and, I, and I can see the grind, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the work ethic and the, and the humbleness that I, I picked up on. That was that vibe. I was like, guy he, he he gets it you know what i mean there's some rappers who, who got to tell you about everything that they do every moment they do it um, no nah, see it's it's, cool. it's certain <laughs> things it's certain things that 
like like honestly like what psg is doing is the first thing that's making me sit back and understand like you know it's not just the norm this that's what that's doing even though i've had the hit them folks and 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 many many more successes like you got i'm a kid that went from sitting in his driveway saying you know what i'm about to rap now to to hitting the summer jam stage them reaching out to me within four years so it's like a lot of things have been done but i don't really see the benefit of sitting saying hey y'all y'all know i did that look you were it even saying that right now feels weird yeah yeah i was gonna say that probably gotta feel yeah. awkward because so it's, it's the pat on your back patting yourself on the own back yeah, like, kind of vibe. i can't do it it does it doesn't feel good like even that's what i was saying like even when other people congratulate you i'm learning more now i appreciate everything and and i don't never turn no one away but it's not going to make me it doesn't do anything up here because what i'm doing is already what i'm doing like i'm not going to change what i'm doing because a bunch of people told me this or that was a way it doesn't work like that i'm the creative therefore i have to finish the landscape before i can take it in I, I, like, I, and that's a good analogy to have. Like, I can understand that, and I and I feel and I see where you're coming from. Um, Summer Jam, I was that, but I mean, cause you know, I like to ask these questions. I was that man. Um, come like when I did Summer Jam, like you got to think that that whole entire thing with the hit them folks movement, it just it was it came so crazy that it just it blew my mind. But but to go out there on the stage in front of twenty thousand people. Um, that's an experience that you can't even really put into words, but I will say I would love if more people that I love could experience that because I, I don't know how to explain it to you. Like I, I'm, you got to think I'm this guy who wasn't headlining shows, wasn't somebody that the city was championing in a certain light or anything like that. And then I get summer jam. You get what I'm saying? That's a real moment. And, and so when feeling. I, yeah, it's like I'm I'm really stuck in the moment and I'm going out. It's weird. It's even weird explaining it to you all. I'm going out onto the stage because it's like I'm the person telling you about what I did. That's weird to me because I don't do it a lot. But, <laughs> but going I, out onto this, you know, we had some questions. Going out onto the stage, like even the whole thing, like they had it set up where you get a back, you get a room in the back room, so now you can see the Cavs Arena. Like that was an amazing, amazing time. Like when even from hitting folks going viral to hitting that summer jam stage. Like these are times that I will never forget, man, but it only made me, um, it only made me go harder because it was like, it was a, it was a stamp to, to the, to the landscape. It was just one thing. It wasn't something that made me think, Oh, I did this or I did that. I don't know what I did. I just know it was something good, big at the moment. Now that I'm doing more of the planning shows, headlining, doing the packed grogs and doing all these every time I come to the city, having two, 300 people pop out just for me. These are the things that are making me be like, okay, I can't really take for granted anything because I'm not just normal. So now that I'm able to take that in, yeah, I move a certain way. Um, you know, my energy is a certain way, but that summer jam, bro. Like that was, that was amazing. Like that was amazing. Like, and the funny thing about it, though, now that we're talking is I have family there that have never been, you know, elsewhere. So that's that's, put, that's putting light on them to say, hey, look. That's, that's putting it into perspective. 
Yeah. That's that's more important than, you know, I try not to utilize platforms in that way, but things, certain things need to be brought to the light because I'm not the only one that that, that goes through them. So, like I said, when I went back to to the blood at 18, you would think, you know, you've been gone 12 years, come through open arms. You know, things don't always go like that. Yeah, it's still going to be the people that... When you show, especially when you show, like like you were saying, you had people already, already in your life who's been in the game, but maybe not to that level that you're going to or that you're at or that you've been at. And they, right. see, they look back and they say, yo, this little dude got something. And if they can see it, yeah, that it always used it, it used to weigh on me. Like, how come they can see it, but my blood can't? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's all motivators because I'm 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 a person that understood. Uh, maybe this is where my drive come from. But I thought from the moment that you got to think. I never met a pops. They took us at seven from my mom who was on drugs heavy. So you got to think. I never sat. I never cried. I never did all these things. But what I did do was I put it into my head in the gutter. We didn't know sports. We didn't know too many things because you go to the park, you hit somebody the wrong way. You got to fight. You got to do these different things. So we didn't really know too much. But when I got to this, this beautiful Bedford Heights landscape and was just like, okay, I got a clean slate. I just embedded in my head. I need to take care of my family. At seven years old, I don't know what that would do to a kid. I'm not seven anymore. Mm-hmm. But when you beating that into your head that you just came from a full family of, yeah, y'all, y'all not having nothing. But when you so close, you don't see it as a lack. Yeah. yeah. So when you embed it in your head, like I got to do this for them, I need to get back and hurry up and, and become something for them. And then you get back and they don't even want you to have that. That's a whole different type of emotion. Yeah, it's breaking that cycle. Of of them seeing that uh, being that that cycle of despair, exactly. Like, you know, just having less than or dealing with what you just have, and that's it. Not exactly breaking. And I think it was, eye. I think it was the fact that you know, growing up in Bedford, I, I experienced a lot of different things from, you know, summer camps and, and a lot of different things that really you know helped expand my mind that I'm gonna take my children through. But everything has been like a, it's just been a great, crazy journey outside of. Any type of, I don't even really pay attention to the negative. I don't see it. Like, I, I see a lot of love. I see a lot of support in these times. And I'm only going to continue to do more things. I got plenty more coming up. But everything that I've done, I don't really sit and dwell too much. But when I do, I, I kind of take myself back and be like, you know, you know, be proud of yourself for that. Because I don't, there's no one around that could just, you know, make me feel a way about what I've done. I think I have to be the one. And should yeah, I think what it does is it, when you when you have those moments, when you st- take that step back and have a moment to kind of reflect, it sets the par for course. Are like, all right, what's the next step? Exactly. Like, you know, when you're a creative, it's always what's the next step. It's, it's literally it's, it's sleepless nights. It's it's a lot of different things, but it's 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 in a good cause though because right you're creating like you're literally. I literally, well, I would say as of lately, I've been finding myself appreciating the fact that I'm, I'm literally creating my reality. Like to really mm-hmm. think that that's when you're used to seeing like yourself, you're from Cleveland, Ohio, like myself, when you're used to seeing everyone, um, 
not really not creating their own reality, but not really having too much to the point where they're frustrated. So they're taking it out on everyone around them. Mm-hmm. When you're used to seeing that, it's kind of like a, a breath of fresh air to know that you're really creating a reality that may even help many more. Right. Right. Cause you know, you can be, I will say this once I moved out of, out of Cleveland, um, hence I came with the project out of the barrel It's never to, it's never to shun my city in any sort of light or anything like that. But we have to speak. I've, I've always been in reality. I have to keep it real because that's just how I move. I don't, I don't live in the past and I don't, think too far ahead in the future. I just live right in the moment. So when I'm putting out these covers, like out of the barrel and different things, these are really what I experienced. So when I'm in Cleveland, I, I do feel like I didn't reach my peak creative mode until I moved to Virginia because I didn't have this person expecting or you writing your best and this person manipulating you into believing it. You know, I didn't have all of these boundaries. It was a I didn't have award shows and I didn't have you know, all these things, I could just come down here and, and create, you know, and, and, and every sense. It is still free. It felt yeah. free. It felt like it, when I explain it to people, it's like when um when they say Kanye went to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like when I explain it to people, they say, you know, how does it feel living out of Cleveland? I say it's like, think about when Kanye went to Wyoming and he was able to really get away and, and create freely. And that's when he went more towards the gospel. When I got down here, Literally right before I got here, transitioning to moving out of Cleveland is when you're getting the pussy so good. It's the f- I'm down here when I made the 55th of Hamlet, which was another one of my huge tracks. Um, I'm down here with everything from 2018 up. So I've been here four years now. Right. Would you say, because even in, in years past, Cleveland in Ohio, just in, its, in itself, has been a bit of a uh, hub of music. Uh-huh. But it's kind of gotten away from it a little bit, so it's just kind of like you oh. feel like you're kind of leading. Well, yeah, you figure you people like people like the OJ's, uh, just talent. Period. Just not just music, but just talent. Period. And having to, like you said, stepping out to see, okay, I'm what it looks it like, from, yeah, from the outside looking in, or from the outside, yeah, from the outside looking in and saying, okay, I've broken that ceiling. Let's do the next thing and help help this out let's 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 break that ceiling so everybody else can see hey this can be done this can be done is see like see why you're in when you're in the mix like that's why like i'm uh, I'm gonna make sure i send you all the cover for out of the barrel which is an um i've been connected with a guy from the uk he's been doing my cover art since 2014 i i email him in-depth um descriptions of what i want and he'll send back so when I send you all the cover art for out of the barrel, you'll see, you know, you'll see me representing coming out of a barrel. And, and the reason that it's, it's so prevalent, what you're saying is because once I finally stepped out and was able to look in and see the way that the city is moving, I now understand why some things didn't move. I now understand why we haven't had humongous stars since such and such. I understand more and more things because I could see how the system is working. Mm-hmm. outside though when i was inside i was part of the system right so now that i once i got outside and i was able to look and say okay it it, it puts me in two mind states it puts me in a mind state of i know what to do to help that person but also at the same time i still got more that i need to do to help the whole right 
because I can't just sit and focus. One thing I've learned about sitting and focusing on putting my energy into to one-on-one entities is that due to me learning the way the city works, you can't do that because like we said, everybody doesn't have humility. So they're not looking at what you're doing as a help that they need to reciprocate. They're looking at it as you're giving me your energy. Yeah. And as long as you keep giving, I'll, I'll gladly take, but I don't know how to give it back to you because I don't even know what it is you have. I'm a part of this system called Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. You got to get out of mentality. Oh, hold that thought for one second. We got one more guest. We're going to bring into the conversation, man. That's cool. Author Prince Johnson. What's going on, sir? What's happening? Hey, how you guys doing, man? Uh, All right. How's it going? Great day. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you, Homer Prince, you close to the city. <laughs> um, so, man, real quick, man, talk to the people. Tell them what it is, what you do. Uh, I need to try to get some things figured out, so I'm going to let y'all talk for a second. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Prince, man, talk to the people. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm a marketer. <laughs> Um, looking to really start several different organizations. Um, writer at heart, love entertainment, especially comedy. Uh, got a roast group uh, right now called Roast Box. Uh, you know, anybody that is in the comedy writing drama is welcome to join, uh, especially uh, for head to head roast. Uh, just did an audition for for roast me uh so i'm excited about that okay the roast joint they be roasting people they be going in on people like the comedy uh, club like roast comedy club like yes 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 um you know we we're in it to have some fun um my my main objective is to diminish hate that's a mission uh but you know i love adlib so you know, when it comes to my writing and stuff like that, I'm doing comedic videos, dramatic type uh, short skits. Um, yeah, uh, roast box is a great help for that. So what what got you into that? What what got you started on that? Oh man, you know it was a it was a thing that we did when we were young, man. You know. Uh, Roast was just something that we did. I was I was a part of a, a, a group where you know we were salespeople. It's where I got my entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were selling candy and stuff like that. We had a, a, a large group, and we we would get on the van three years uh, of selling. Uh, I was top seller. We would just you know get in a, in a in a group. Would not only gamble, you know what I'm saying, but. <laughs> Hit, hit each other a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Having fun, you know? Okay. So what what is it about, well, every obviously, we've all come up in some form in the hood and stuff, and when you say growth, I think of your mama jokes, you know, or, or the dozens, you know, that's just, you know, this is how you get down. This that's is what I was thinking. Fun. Yeah, that's how you get down. This is how you have fun. It's how you build tough skin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you know, you can, you can pride yourself as you get older to be like, oh, I can talk trash amongst the, the best of them, and, and, and I can laugh at the same time. That's you know, so it's, it's good that, that's, you know, when you have that ability to do that, that's, that's, that's what makes it fun. 
you know, yes. you know back. I mean, you see it with like known comedians all the time when they do tours, you know, uh, they backstage in the green rooms and they just telling each other these jokes and, and just, hey, check this out. Boom, 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 boom. Yo, that's funny. That type of that type of vibe. So, you know, I like that you, that you have something like that. Uh, yes. Now, you're low. You're in Minnesota, you say, right? Yes, sir. Minneapolis. Minnesota. What's, the, what's the what's the comedy circuit like there in Minnesota? Uh, it's gradual. Entertainment period is gradual here, man. Um, I like to say that I'm glad that it's here. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had some of the best, um, but it's not like other cities, man. Um, man, our Chicago's, our, our uh, I want to say large cities in California, New York. Uh, even the South, man, it, it's not exactly the same here. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, as most of us grew up on hip hop, uh, even the comedy circuit, I mean, it's here. Brothers come through. Uh, it wouldn't just be as much. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, especially during an economy like this, our market really isn't receiving the income. Mm -hmm. you know so how do you i was going to say how does the dynamic for that i mean considering the fact that the majority of the country is coming out the pandemic how right. does the dynamic for that type of venue starts to change how do you get i don't know quote unquote back to normal how do you start finding other ways to keep it going or find a different venue or find a different avenue to kind of express all that to kind of get that out there what do you do I try to I'm, I'm trying myself to find a pivot man to enter you know what I'm saying and I'm using roast to do so it's not something that everybody does mm -hmm. however it is something that is flourishing uh you know if you take the the greatest hip-hop mogul of all time uh who owns roast me you know what I'm saying and and, and in comparison you find okay they're in position mm -hmm. the, the next big boom is about to happen Right, right. Get yourself in position. Start communicating in, in the right areas. Find out what you can do. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's what you do. Uh, find a, a great, for, for me, it would be, if I was talking to a, a young individual, take an aspect that you're good at, and that's just about with anything in relation, uh, relate it to your personality and utilize it, man. Find a pivot. And, and run, you know what I'm saying? If you have to come back to the pivot, it's all good, you know? Yes, yeah, I think what a lot of people in me and DC have talked about it in, in great length several times since we've did our, been doing our shows hmm. is that um, if 2020 taught us anything, it's just that, is learning how to get up off your ass and kind of make the pivot. Like there's a way to do it, you know, and having to turn that around and make it right. And for for some it's for some for, for all it's difficult uh for some they've managed to pivot quite well you know they they found a different avenue they found a different field and they was like hey this is working fantastic you know so when things do kind of come back to normal or to the new normal not only will we have the pivot avenue we got the the new normal to to, to work it off to work it off yeah. of it, you know uh, we talked about how like 
comic book conventions. We do comic book conventions on the show, on our show, on my show. And uh, there was a way, you know, everybody was going virtual, you know, podcasts, uh, uh, virtual conventions, some kind of way. You have people like D Nice doing DJ sets on Instagram, you know, Mad Skills doing Instagram sets. Yeah, I remember that joint. Yeah, you know, <laughs> verses coming along and everything else. So yeah. there, was, there, was a, there was a pivot and it worked because it was like, okay, people are stuck at home. What do we do? Like, people are tired of looking at TV. People are tired of hearing their kids running around all day. You know, how do we, how do we release? Where do we when find you got your release? You got your creative stance. You know, you, you look for avenues uh, that are segments within the same thing, and you just push it. And and let me let me tell you right now what you said to me, man. The type of conventions that you guys would put together, man, would be lovely, lovely uh, for a pivot for a creative standpoint, man. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a lot right now, young. Back to back. You tell would you tell would you tell them about? Because uh, I I want to talk about the economy, man. Would you tell them about uh, the metaverse, man? Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Never. This is something new because it's fairly new. I'm just learning it myself. Uh, it seems a little off. It seems a little weird. It seems like a little something different. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I, I need to jump back in here for a second. Um, my bad, y'all. I need to apologize. Having technical difficulties. Uh, like I said, the devil don't want to be great this week. Um, but I just need to uh, first say I appreciate y'all for coming on. Um, uh, getting back to everything. Um, Roast me thing. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, Patrick, um, Cloud, and them all. That's that's them. So yes, I wanted to kind yes. of redirect that so yes. people understood what you were talking about when you said it. Roast me. Uh, Craig Smith, all those guys, the whole um, um, the whole authorized that rolls with CT, um, Kev on stage, all them guys do that roast yeah. me thing. Um, yeah. So that's what that's Craig about. Man, David, uh, David Lucas, uh, my first, he was the first person to come and, and help me out at Rosebox, man. Much love to David. Um, Boo Capone. <laughs> man, you know, I, I love Boo. Um, man, there's a lot of people, man, you know, showing love, man. Uh, some of the females coming, I mean, yes, 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 yes. And they, they provide a great um, standpoint, man. The practice and then the way that they present it in a classroom, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. where we started. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's, they tapped let's into in something. Yes, sir. Let's keep in mind, though, no means no. No means no in the classroom. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I was about to say, wait a minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, oh, my you mic know. wasn't not, not working. <laughs> yeah, um, you find yourself getting willy slapped. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, please know, man. But man, it's a way to to project creativity, man. Hands down. And when two, three, four, five, six people are getting together, you can't do nothing but love each other uh, through the, the 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 turmoil, man. You know, as you're growing up, the 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 abuse, man, because. Let's just be honest, man. So some of these things that we go through, man, stop us. But if we can condition our mind to get through it, use 
comedic uh, venture, comedic uh, projection to do so, we go much further, man. So I I, I want to ask you guys a question because as we talked about early suicide with that with the um not not I just forgot it today oh my god I'm having Turn like that, I said I'm having a brain power, right here. no no his video his video there was there was a comedic element to it um, oh yeah you're talking about the not today John yeah and yeah. I was just about to say not today but for some reason it didn't register with me I said the technical difficulties <laughs> throwing me off um, I'm usually way more prepared than this. But no, man, I want to talk about that because do because I see the level of comedic in that. Um, and somebody always asks me, like, am I a comedian? I, and I tell them no, because being a comedian is the hardest thing ever. And I commend people who do that, man, just to be able to write rappers, comedians, and uh, people who write, like, movie scripts. I commend the hell out of y'all. Because <laughs> I cannot sit down and write anything for, like, a long period of time without feeling like, what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> so, I, I gotta say, man, writers, I envy y'all because my ADHD don't let me sit down and write shit. Like I can't take tests right now. But I know what you um, mean. <laughs> I was gonna ask a question and see my ADHD just took me away from all that. No, um, the the process, um, between writing raps and writing like skits, I see parallels. But what are some yes, of the sir. things that help you guys get to that point of I'm going to sit down and take 20 minutes of, or however long it takes. First, how long does it usually take um, as far as just like scripting this out, you know, the raps? Because I, like I said, I don't, I don't have the time. My shit is like, well, when you are, <clears throat> I'll give you, a, I'll give you my answer and I'm sure his answer may be different. Um, when you've, when you've been writing records for a while, you, in, in anything you do, you you learn over time to work smarter instead of harder. So <clears throat> just naturally with me writing so many songs and, and being a creative in general, with songs like Pussy So Good and Not Today and different songs, I was writing to what I was seeing. So the visual was just me basically taking away the lyrics and just putting what I saw. So like a Not Today or something like as I'm writing it, I'm I'm already seeing like, like you got to think. <laughs> How many times do we randomly go throughout our day and think about a movie, yeah, or just just yeah. like a like a scene from a movie just be in your head that that you just can't get the joint off your head? Just any movie, you know, and just repeating the the, the lyrics. That joint might just be repeating. Man, like on Friday. And that, that's 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 embedding something in either. Either we're going to use it or we're just going to laugh at it every now and then. So when I'm seeing all the time, Day Day randomly, I'm seeing Day Day on my head with the with the stocking cap hanging off and he getting drowned with water. I'm thinking, I've never seen this in real life. Like, I've never seen nobody. Why don't I do it? Mm -hmm. So if I'm not going, if I don't want to just keep thinking about it. Yeah, like different. So like certain songs, it comes to you. But when it, um... I don't know. Personally, I've never had an issue with writing the visual because I knew if I'm writing a certain record and I know that like in my mind is creatively dope and I think the people are going to take it as pretty good. I'm already, you know, creating the way I want them to see it as well. Let me say I'm, this. I say, you know, writing is a general word. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my man, he does uh, different types, a uh, different style of writing. It's rap art versus video, probably. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I myself, I got a general uh, thought process for writing. So I'm, and writing includes the literary. It includes the music uh, composition. It includes actual graphic design and video, you know, all the way to aspects of programming. So we need, this is something that we need to understand when we start talking about writing to, to, to begin. And then right. when you say, when you ask a question, a great question, uh, a gentleman like myself and, and the gentleman here, you know, we are, we have a focus because there's a love there. You right. know, if you love what you're doing, you're going to reach for that perfection. You know, um, all literal sense, um, acting, you know, and you start taking these other things that are involved in the writing. Um, you start messing with that music. I think, know? I think, I think when you're the way you're tying it in is, is kind of like something that <clears throat> I've understood unconsciously where I just never put it in words because you're right. Once you're doing writing and then once you're not only doing the lyrics, but you're writing the visual and then you're actually seeing the way that it's, that it's going to be portrayed on the visual, you can actually put yourself in the part to know how it's supposed to be acted. So it's like, it all kind of ties in some sort of way, like writing. I never, I never went to pursue acting, but since I became a writer, I'm like one of the best actors that the cameraman that I utilize know. But I never, you know, went into acting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyway, you are though, because yeah. I've seen your videos, and there's, there's you get what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. I don't, I never and, practiced none of that. But, but yeah, it had been in the same time that formula seems like it's. Talent. That's what I'm saying. It all ties in, like he was talent. saying. The writing ties into the production, which ties into the the visualization, like all it, and then the, all of this ties in somehow. I don't, you know, I never really set to think how. Mm -hmm. But I've I've definitely thought I could go on acting later on and in visuals. But you got to think I never thought that I need to go to acting school. I just became great at writing. Yeah, I mean, when you mentioned like like with not today the 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 whole layout of not today, which like you said, the movie plays out and everybody everybody's seen Friday the Friday series. Right. Everybody, so they right. know these. So when they see these scenes that you're doing in not today, it's playing back in their head. And then exactly. like you said, Johnson, when they did the the roast me joints and it's in a classroom so setting, we've all seen that. We've all been there. We know what that feels like. So it's just kind of like playing in our head. It's putting you back there. That familiarity is what <clears throat> you know. That's what a lot of people grab onto when they when they trying to relate to someone. You know what I mean? That's it's a great formula. You teaching yourself. You start teaching yourself. So, you know, and, you know, I remember, I remember what it was like to start forming creative aspect and really putting value and worth and, and claim on my own copyright. You know what right. I mean? Like, you know, oh man, you know, it seems like my, 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 um, projection is much like another person's how do i separate it you know start putting degrees of separation how do i put degrees and separate well write six different words and then you know uh you know try to relate it to a particular story but say it differently 
and you know those types of things. So yes, man, it's it's a, a concentration factor of a factor, and you must keep in mind that it takes practice, man. And you will teach yourself if that's what you want to do. And you're not going to get all the information from school. You graduate, oh, get that, yeah, that get that six year degree. You're not going to get all the information from school. It's yeah. there for you to teach you to understand the past, you know, but reality, man, reality, <laughs> reality is your best teacher. This is true. Yeah. Taking that step, taking that step is definitely important. Yes, I, I think it, it, it sparks something in the mind and, you know, it, it becomes a hunger, you know, like he said, when you love it, it becomes like, okay, if I did that, what else, you know, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So for me, like it started with just writing. Uh, at the age of about twenty-three, and I was writing all kinds of stuff at the time. Man, I was doing roasts. I recorded a whole bunch of different roasts. Um, started doing compositions, which I still have. Um, and then tried to write my first book, man. And my first book, Lesson One, still have a love for it today, still want to use it uh, for other things. Um, taught me a lot, though. You know, and that's, that's, that's where reality starts hitting you. You complete it in your own mind, but what's the perfection, right? right. Now you're looking for perfection. Oh, that was perfect for me, man. You know, can't nobody tell you nothing type stuff. Right. You you go ahead. You're able to uh, go ahead and, and get it in the stores. Right. But now you go back and look at it and you know, there's a lot of edits that need to be done. You know, yeah, chronological orders when we when it comes to writing what I've learned that <clears throat> when it comes to writing books, I have friends. Uh, in the past that have written books and things and they've told me, you know, I just wrote one big joint, but I had somebody else uh, put it in chronological order or whatever the case. So I do understand because I haven't I have not personally taken the chance to to go towards books because of, maybe it's because of the amount of writing I've done when it comes to music. I, I understand the strenuousness. I mean, how strenuous it will be and then how in depth I would want to go. And that that maybe has kept me like a healthy fear away from writing books, but I do know eventually I will end up heading there. It's, I it's can't a, write books because I got dyslexia and ADAD. So I, I again, I commend y'all for being writers, man. That's when you I'm sit there. When when you got to think, I'm a fan of I'm I'm somebody like I was telling you all earlier. I'm, I came <laughs> up about thirteen is when I started falling into music and just creativity in general. So at the same time. At the same time, I'm falling into music. I'm falling into um, tell you all a funny story. As a foster kid, I wasn't perfect, but um, my parents, I had I had a mom and two sisters, and they weren't they didn't know how to be men mean. So what my mother would do was, okay, you you doing bad? You gonna walk to the library, which is probably like a three mile walk. You gonna walk to the library and and you gonna read books. So me unconsciously. Mm-hmm me unconsciously being smart in a sense, like I'm going to just be smart since I want to be rebellious or whatever. I was going to the library like, okay, I don't want to keep doing this walk. Let me get the biggest books. Unconsciously, I took home 
the J.K. Rowling novels and the, and the Lord of the Rings and all these novels, and I ingested them, and it changed my whole mind. Yeah. So, so I came. I'm looking at writing like from the story of a J.K. Rowling, who I had to go get the backstory, or or the person who created Lord of the Rings. You got to think. I read every single book before the movies yeah, came out, so I'm going into the theaters ingesting these already knowing that I've read it. Mm-hmm. So, but but you got to think as a 13 year old kid getting into creativity and i'm seeing there's a lady that came from dirt nothing taking drugs in an alleyway that made billions off of a book and that's just the business part of it but the simple fact that she was able to compartmentalize all these characters it it blows my mind to this day yeah and and to speak on that man um because both of you guys are on that creative side so both of you guys know that that um that fine line you just walk between being crazy and insane sometimes to other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's, per- it's crazy that you ask that because when I sit and look at, you know, the Harry Potters and things like that, um, it does take my mind there. It, it makes me wonder, okay, you couldn't just walk up to someone and say this stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be like, articulate, this type of emotion. I remember a book I was reading one time and I, when I was reading it, I was like, man, Harry Potter, are you kidding me? I'm seeing a broomstick. Yeah, like how? Exactly, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I can't even be imagining what this man is saying. And then the movie came out. so and that's my and that's and that's where I was going because imagine as as a person who creates because you guys are in that space and sometimes you go to your non-creative friends and you give them this vision that you have and they give you this look like you high. <laughs> that's what I and that's what I mean because that's what I was answering the first time because I'm positive you can't just walk up to a person and say I got a Harry Potter and I got a. A, Dra- a Draco Malfoy, and I got a Hermione, and I got a Dobby, and I got people are going to be like, "Are you on acid or something?" So I get it because at the same time she was she was altering her mind, but at the same time, um, I haven't gone super far with with the drug, anything besides cannabis. I haven't thought of going anywhere further, but I do know now that I'm a creative that that a lot of these people had to alter their minds because in order to even have the confidence to write down what you're thinking of in the altered mind state, you got to be off of something that's taking the, that thought away from you, that you're even in an altered mind state. Yo, that's a, that's a great thought, man. It's just yeah. what you're saying right now. There is a an, a genius that wrote an insert, man, of this, a, this, like a, a dissertation of some type, some kind and literally it reminds me of that thought where he says um you know think of the fact that without ability to articulate without the words to be able to explain you're not able to explain yeah you know what i'm saying somebody just has to interpret right and i mean Wow, it's a deep thought, man. Is there, but like he was, like it? he was saying, man, to read those books and have the books, like it was like the books were movies. Like it was like you could, you could rewatch the books. Like I don't, I don't get it. 
it's mm. it's that's what I think is the the trick to it because it's like reading them. I'm thinking I'm being smart to my mom. I'm gonna get the fat books, but I literally just fell into these like and went back and was like, what's some more big ones? Fell into the Lord of the Rings. So you got to think at the same time, the movies is following them. Yeah. I'm in that I'm in that age where I went from I went with Harry Potter from sixth grade to the last Deathly Hallows. What? Come on, so, man. So Did you, you got to think like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once I went to the library, I read all the books back to back to back because I was on punishment. I couldn't go outside or do anything. So by the time I'm in sixth grade, 13, my sister is like talking Bro, about this new them? craze that's that's coming Man. on TV. The, the the movies are coming out. I'm I want to take you to the movies to see this Harry Potter stuff, not knowing this is what I've been reading on Punishment. Come on, man. Then hold on, hold on, hold on. Then. Would you would you say it for me, man? Then was it Punishment, man? No, that wasn't no Punishment. I attribute that I attribute that in, in underground hip hop from, from the big L's and, and different guys to even yeah. the creative I am right now. Like I'm so glad you mentioned the, 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 the music the music would have had me the music would have had me one way, but I think the creativity of JK Rowling and those are what made me become the artist that I am because I'm I'm gonna be a lyricist, I'm gonna go down as a lyricist, but now I'm a creative. Uh, and now I don't I don't mind I don't mind having a what what was that? I'm sorry. You're the first person I've ever heard say something like that. Let me say yeah, let I, me say yeah. this. Let me say this why why you guys are talking about that so we don't get off that subject of discipline. Now that uh -huh. was one of the things uh that I I thought of like you in my book, my new book, A Leap in the Fall, coming up with answers. Not only is this book a great answer to offer reparations to the former slave, but there's a lot of answers in the book. For instance, what you were just speaking of for discipline, instead of the way that we've carried on the slave master's mentality to beat the individual out of their memory, you're giving them a book and you tell them to hold it over their head. You know, hold that book, and stand in the corner and tell me what you did wrong. And when you are able to articulate what you did wrong, then come on out the corner. Right. You know, type thing, you know. And and, and they interpreting that wrong. I feel like, you know, maybe Young's, a lot of youth interpreted that as this book is punishment instead of, you know, attempting to dive into that joint. We wasn't, who did we have over us saying, maybe you should open that up. Yes, sir. Right, right. Nobody. Which is crazy, oh. man. Which is, is crazy that I've never heard a rapper say Harry Potter made me a good rapper. Like, that's, just, that's <laughs> yeah. not the sentence that you really hear. And I'm not even trying to be funny. You know what no, I mean? It's, like, it's, it's, it's more of the creator of the, the entire that's series what, that's, because. That's what I mean. You know, yeah, like it's, it's the create. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's. It's not even really. Let's just erase Harry Potter for a cent for for an example. Let's take J.K. Rowling and place us in front of her in front of us. It's more the simple fact that there's someone that motivated me to be to go further than what I could do surface level 
simply because they weren't afraid to do it. She and un- I was she young un- when I took that creativity in. Is what I'm taking from that. Like those books and her way of writing yeah, helped you unlock your creativity. Yeah. Which is which is what I was trying like I've never heard, you know what I mean? Some people get Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah, so that and that's so that's not I'm not saying like that's a weird that's just a different take on it's different. You know what I mean? It's different. Everybody has different ways of unlocking their creativity or where they get that inspiration to take those chances. But the fact that you took those chances and are taking those chances is what I want to point out. You know what I mean? The both of you, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah, standing in the room letting nobody roast me because I don't no, know because I would, I would, listen, at this point, at this point, I know who I am as a person. I not only, I know that I not only did the proper work and studies behind pursuing music and, and getting into that creative lane, but I did the work on myself. You got to think before Mr. Johnson came in, I told you all about my upbringing. When you go through something like that, you have to face it and deal with that trauma and heal, mm-hmm. or you will forever take that circumstance and let it consume you. And you will be that way to everyone around you. So obviously forever. with me yeah. being the opposite of that beacon of light, I had to learn and, and find myself. So with that being said, I can go on any platform with the same amount of creativity I got out with more that I'm going to add and say with a with the biggest chest, you know what I mean? J.K. Rowling. I don't uh, have no I don't no. have no no gripe about it because nobody can take away from what it is that I've done or what it is that I'm going to continue to do. And J.K. Uh, Rowling had it. Why would I why would I shun her no. for some people that don't matter? Hey, brother, I'm, that was I'm all for about, me. Man, that's the truth, man. Yeah. You know, all about uh, you know, speaking your truth. Yeah, you like take, we, we take, got to reality and 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 give it to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 our responsibility, man. We're in a new generation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Generation X, Generation Y, Millennials, man, Generation Z, man, it's our turn, man, to take over. Yeah. You know and so all that oh, punishment and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> We have to be in these times. We have to be who it is that we need it. Uh, be yourself. Yes, that, I mean, yes. that's, that's what this is all about. I like that. Like I said, I wasn't trying like I, I, it's not I wasn't there was no fun. I, I, I dig that you came out with that because not a lot of people would share that. Uh, like I said, with a lot of people you talk to. They give you their representative. This show is not for representatives. This show is for but under, understand this as well. Understand this as well. A lot of people who go into creative lanes, they're just really doing surface level things because they don't know themselves. And to go look inside is an, it's a, a kind of a hurtful thing. It's insight. Oh, it's a scary It's having self awareness. Yeah. Uh, so so if, uh, if half of the people don't really want to go look inside, they just want to wrap surface level. Of course, once it's time to answer questions about it they're going to give you the robot chicken answer because it's the Yo. easiest way to, to get to the next question it's deep man <laughs> you you gotta reach your abuse to keep your memory man you have to you gotta Dude, learn i don't i don't, that, I don't forget one day i don't forget one day of my life i remember everything back to about age four yeah man uh, that's and that a rap artist man a good rap artist, when they put it out there, man, they are making you see mm-hmm. what's necessary, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They're giving you that visual. 
you know, and exactly. it's best for us to learn from it, man. I'm, I'm telling you, the best thing is the offering of the story so you don't have to go back to it. Exactly. I, I try to explain that to, to, to many more because a lot of people ask me, okay, when you, you went through something, so how are you okay? Well, I've been telling you all my story for uh, 10 years now. This is your therapy. I didn't, just, I didn't just make up the stuff that y'all was listening to. I told yeah. you all earlier that it's hard for me to make up things. So it's, 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 it's always been more settling to just tell you what I've been going through or what I know. So like you said, this is, I've been giving you all my story. So it's out. I, what else do I have bottled up? Of course, I'm going to continue to create more. When you remember everything back to a specific age, what a lot of artists don't understand about creativity because they haven't gotten to the realm of, of a creative is, I mean, with a lot of rappers, it's a difference between a rapper and an artist. When you're just putting together words, you can get very dope at that still. But once you tap into creativity, you can go back on any day. Any day of your life is a whole entire record. One day. Uh, put them degrees of separation in there. You reach you, that perfection. Now... Once you reach a perfection and a delivery, you know, now I'm reaching for my market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was whatever it is that you want to talk about that happened on whatever that day was. Yes. That's a 55th of Hamlet. I, I literally, I sat back and was like, okay, this is a street that I was on. I was over there handling some business and it was for a short period of time. Whole record, yes. one of my biggest songs. And in the lyrics, creatively telling what I was over there doing. And it's... Stuff like that that you sit back and really look back at it, and I can interpret it like a like a Harry Potter book. But when you're doing it, you don't you're not thinking you're writing this book. Yeah, my gang, you no. know my my gangster's not coming out in my writing. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you know the hardcore my hardcore gangsters, my rap artists. Um, you know my in my music, I'm a lover. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a little bit different, but it's the same mentality. You still got to tell a story, man. Right. Yes, I'm with you on it, man. That's the best. That's the best. Like when you, I would say like most of the artists that, that really influence people or hold people for generations are, are the great storytellers, the Slick Ricks, mm. the Big L's, the Jay-Z's, mm. the, the Nas's. Yes, sir. So, yeah, Slick man. Rick, man, Jay-Z, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, man. It's funny. I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned him. Suicide. I'm glad you mentioned Big L because not a lot of people, you know, one cut so down quick. before. Yeah, cut down before his time, but he was making Too such quick. such noise in the circuit. When you, you gotta like when that type of music. Understand. Um, like I was saying, like it, like a lot of that music grabbed me because I had just come from you know the, the roaches, the no food, and all these things. So a Big L it was sort of like a niche, like. Even back then, when that wasn't even really a popular thing to say that somebody is a niche artist, when you was listening to Big L, you was not only getting a dope cadence, but you was getting more of the of the ruggedness, like more than what Pac or Biggie would give you, because he was mm -hmm. like, "I got the gun in hand." You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do while it's here. Like, and we are gonna talk about what happened on this day when we was rolling dice. Like, Biggie and these guys were great story writers as well, but Big L was like the uncut version. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm I'm an elder man, so I'm I'm approaching fifty. All right, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm from Minnesota. Not too many people knew about Big L. All yeah. right, 
Um, so I, to me, it's like to hear you guys talking about Bay L. Where are you from? Um, man, that's that's a crazy question. Like I was telling them when I when I came when I fell into music at about thirteen, I what the 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 CDs that hit my desk was Fifty Cent before he was Get Rich Die Trying. This was Chubby Fifty Cent mixtape. Kill everybody on a record. Fifty Cent that hit my desk. Swisher House, which was Texas, that hit my desk, and Big L. And then there was a more like the people that I consider that was more Big L's. I'll name them. Graf was out of Queens. There were Straws. He was from D Block. You had um, D Block themselves, which was J Hood. You had Jada Kiss and these guys. That style of music with the beats, it was so, it was it was just dirty. It was good. And I'm like, and I'm like, I was listening to the radio. I was listening to the radio and I'm like, this not it because that's that's way too clean. I don't know that. Yeah. I came from no parents, no food, roaches next to your bed, and y'all huddled up, fending for yourself, going outside, and it's a it's a jungle every day. I need this dirty stuff. So that it it, it grabbed right on to me. Like as soon as I heard Big L, Ebonics, uh, Gamble with Snake. The game was the dice was mad packed, mad cat's pockets was back. He playing CeeLo. My dick get hard when I see though. Like when I'm hearing this stuff, it's like uh, I ain't never I've said, never heard well, this style of rap. It, it, tell me what's really going on. You know, I, I don't need yeah. to hear about, you know, your vehicle all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm 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 on it, man. And and that's that's the reality of the situation, you know. Like that the stuff is real, from, man. From that type of stuff. It doesn't necessarily have to be bugs, but but I am one. You know what I'm saying? I'm that I'm the dude that that actually opened the cabinet and the white roach had to show itself because mm. we're all here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're hey, all whoa, in this whoa, predicament. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> white roach? <laughs> uh, yeah, that white roach mean that you got like a million of them joints in your crib. That, that, oh, that, damn, this yeah. is here to stay. Either it's a million or a hundred thousand. I can't remember, but like, like you got to think, man. That's a queen running on ninety third and Anderson, man. Like that, that John was the jungle, jungle dog. Like the jungle. Like even to this day, like you can, you can go look up that area, man. That that area ain't no no place to just be kicking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I hated about roaches? Before we get up out of here, man, them motherfuckers knew when to come out. As soon as the lights go off. <laughs> no, like, you ever had company over and some motherfucker? You see that motherfucker with nobody else in front? Yeah, you he's funny, you. man. Like, That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I had a guy, the first guy, first you, you guy was cool. one of the first guys I was recording music at. He had them joints at the crib, man. Yeah. <laughs> you find the most creative ways to knock them motherfuckers down off the wall and shit. It was like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing, man. I yeah, man. I took my boy to the zoo. I took my son to the zoo yesterday. They had the Madagascan joints. I was like, yo, that, that <laughs> joint took me back. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, man. I'm yeah. glad we're getting away from that. Texas, the motherfuckers fly. Yeah, the yeah, water you birds. Yeah. You had to have a bat for the motherfuckers, man. They yeah. come on the... They come on the plate, man, and they look like somebody's hand is moving up the plate, man. Come on, oh, man. Yeah, the, 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 the ones that just walk slow, yeah, like they ain't got no worry at all. A weird creep, man. I, you know, I, I'm glad I moved out of them days, man. Living better now. Ain't <laughs> yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Don't be sitting at the crib with roaches, man. Go get you something. You ain't got to call the exterminator for that no more, man. You got to have the raid bombs, man. Y'all remember the raid bombs? No, you just got to set that house on fire and start a new, get a new one. That's what you got to do. I think the roaches had, uh, like, I think evolution came. Like, I think the roaches was, like, they got mid to, like, them. late 90s. And I think when 2000s hit, it, it, like, the bed bugs was the roaches, like, the new roaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, if them motherfuckers can survive a nuclear bomb. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to just hit them niggas with a raid bomb? Fuck that. Them niggas. Yeah, them, them niggas. niggas. All I know is bugs in general, B. We cool, man. We cool on the bugs, Look, look. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Before you go, look in the suburbs and then find that them. They got stripes on them. Who? Fox elder bugs looking just like roaches. You can find them outside or inside. I ain't here. Cool. I'm gonna leave them where they at, B. Mm-hmm. They, they don't bother you me. Stay you stay over there. there. He said they got stripes on them. You know, you know what them stripes <laughs> is. I mean, they don't want to caught some bodies. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the generals right there. <laughs> them bugs don't want to caught some bodies. Oh, uh, no. From the killmonger, killmonger roaches that them was. <laughs> did, that. I, did I yeah. just leave the roaches, man? Did I just? Leave <laughs> the what Here's my nature oh, take. Man. Leave nature alone. If it don't bother me, I don't bother it. Man. That's how I feel. Okay, okay, okay. These motherfuckers out here with pet panthers who can't feed them motherfuckers and they get loose to eat the neighbor's dog and then they would be like, A pet panther? Godly. I didn't know. I didn't know that was going to happen. Nigga, you took a whole wild cat <laughs> to the suburbs. <laughs> And you thought A that pet was gonna be cool on caviar and steak, nigga? No, <laughs> bro. Down here, go. down here where I'm at, man, you could go see like a, like what? How big is they? They probably you all ever seen a mastiff? Yeah, yeah. Imagine a skinny mastiff. They got them coyotes. They just they just walk into people's like where I live in Virginia. Like in the front yards, they got uh sewage drains that look like little tunnels. Uh, like you would literally just see them joints coming, like they almost walking up out of it. I'm oh, that's good. The that's cut. the day, that's the day the I see one of them motherfuckers move out there. I'm moving out there. I'm Man, I seen one of them. I was paranoid the first time I seen one. I was paranoid for a while because I'm like, if these is running around, I'm cool. It looked like a wolf. It looked like a wolf. I'm cool on that. I see coyotes and wolves. It was it was as tall it was as tall as a mastiff, but it was skinny. Yeah, and like it was scraggly. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm cool, man. Yeah, that's this one is, they that's that's the they hungry. They don't care what's going down. It damn near, it damn near looked like this coyote could, could get on his back legs and just walk around. I was like, yo, what? Where am I at? <laughs> Any Kansas no more, man. I'm good. As long as you yeah, ain't got nothing like that, but we don't got we don't got skunks. We don't have skunks or deer, but we we switch those with snakes, coyotes, and and rats. And oh, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. I'll take a deer and a skunk, take skunk. any day. Yeah, I take a deer and a skunk. Uh, <laughs> any day. I ain't got time. That's, that's, that's too much. That's too much battle. Man. I, I can't deal with all of that. What you? Where yeah, I'm from, man. That was deer, man. Straight up. Yeah, in Bedford, where I'm from, up in Cleveland, yeah, deer and skunk. Yeah, but down here in VA. Whole yeah. new package, whole new package. They got uh, black, they got black widows, brown wreck. They got what you name down here. It's a smorgasbord. 
Nah, they got I'm good. That's like Australia. You can have that, brother. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm two places to cross off the list. Virginia and Australia. I'll never go. Have you yeah, ever man. seen, like, Google Google your spare time, like, Australian creatures. These niggas got upside-down Batman to. and shit. Big right. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool yeah. on certain those areas bats, for real, bats, too. Bats, they got, those bats they got, you be like, that That can't be real. That can't Them be real. Because how people can't just living? Oh. <laughs> Like if, I'm the wingspan on that thing is is insane. I'm like, just no, there's no way this thing is big as a dog. I can't believe that. Man, yeah, I'm cool, man. If I see something like, like that, I'm like gone. That. I'm gone that same day. Like, I'm, 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 I'm already seen it. And you know I that it's gonna it. be good. moving, man. It ain't just gonna be hanging from a tree, man. It's going no. to be moving. Because here's the That's... problem. As soon as that motherfucker look me dead in my eye, you know what it's doing? It's already trying to take my soul. I don't look at any animal oh. dead in the eye because the motherfuckers try to stick your soul. I believe in that. The Egyptians def- taught me that. that, that <laughs> the Egyptians. You got to look away real quick or it's still your soul. You're right. You're right, too. That's that Native American talk. Except for dogs, man. Except for dogs. Yeah, dogs is dogs is your best friend. Everything else, yeah. a dog, a dog yeah, could go take on a dog could go take on a porcupine seven days a week for his owner. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, my my wife's dog, little dog about this big, I let him out to use the bathroom. So I turn my way. My wife's dog got Napoleon complex. He the littlest thing in the house, but yet still she thinks she can take everything. Yell at everything. So. I, I, I probably should tell the story because I'm pretty sure my wife is watching. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm already out here now, so I gotta tell it. Um, so I turn my head to like do something with my son. All I hear is, "Oh God, no, Clancy!" The white dude across the street, like it's three dogs. This dude got three dogs on the leash. My dog, my like wife's little black dog, out there. You know what I'm saying? Going at it, dog on her back. She going at it. I come outside. He like, no, no. Oh God, no! I'm like this nigga acting like his dog is killing some. My wife's dog out there holding her own against these three dogs. I'm these about to say, dogs. was they jumping the dog? <laughs> yeah, they was getting at her, but she was getting, you know what I'm saying? She was bobbing and weaving. One dog was on her back. She just threw the little back elbow like the yeah. rock. You know what I'm saying? Like one of these moves. A you know back kick. Yeah, she, you know, roundhouse kick. One dog walking Texas Ranger style. You know what I'm saying? Wow, wow, roundhouse. This motherfucker, so he ain't had no chance. So, right. Uh, it's the other two big dogs. You know what I'm saying? She throwing paws with him. This white dude is screaming bloody murder, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they about to do something. My dog, was, she was on her own out there. Here's the kicker. These motherfuckers had the nerve to call the cops and be like, oh, my God, this dog, it, it attacked at us. It attacked y'all. This little, little small-ass dog, man. With three dogs, though. With three big-ass, big-ass dogs. We ain't talking about no little pups. These were some big-ass, old-ass dogs, man. She was out there holding on, man. They some bitches. Rodney's a bitch. That. Um, yeah. I just want to you tell know, that story because who's been who's been in dogs. Texas? Who's been in Texas? I have. I've, I've, Where the dogs are wild. What do you mean? Wild out in Texas, man. Where the dogs be wild, man. You go outside and they've been living outside, man. They ain't been inside, man. So you man. oh, they don't even got indoor dogs. dogs. Okay. No, no, yeah. Yeah. no owners. I've always had indoor dogs. So you said it's just dogs that's in Texas, just outside. Yeah, man. In the in the especially in the country. See, my family was from the country, man. Right. I'm saying so. It wasn't like a whole bunch of houses around, man. It was all land. Them dogs were outside, man. So if somebody came, 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, and there was a threat or something. The dog was hungry. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know? So it's like, yeah, man. And you might end up getting into a fight with the dog. The, the, the man, you know what I'm saying? Might end up getting into it. It wasn't just animals. It wasn't just, you know, animals, they, they're able to communicate together. Right. But Approaches oh, yeah, the dog now. It's a you got a whole different story, man. See, he got he got outside country dogs with a Bronx mentality. That's what that right. is. Right. <laughs> they they you know, outside. They, they stuck up. You can't come around. You can't feed them. They want to eat you. Yeah. I don't trust the dog. I don't know because people like they don't bite. That motherfucker got teeth, nigga. He nah, like I'm not. I'm not super afraid of dogs. I've had dogs my whole life, but I know specific dogs like. You know what I mean? I There's certain dogs that can lock on and all type of stuff. I'm not gonna just be around. I'm cool. Uh, they ain't been, you know, they in the wild. They ain't been uh, cleaning the dog. They got ticks. All the dog has it's wild. You know, that, that dog, I thought it was weird being. In, I thought it was weird being in. Um, I thought it was weird being in California. I was just in, what was it, San Fernando? I want to say San Fernando, and it was like at nighttime, like a pack of like. Baby coyotes would just stand on the corner and make noise, like howling all night. They was doo wopping. You, you yeah. just yeah. they're out there trying to get their barbershop doo wop on the corner. Or man, what is? Why is coyotes just running the hell around, packing up like that? Like I asked him, like, yo, what is, what's that noise? It sounds like dogs getting. It sounds like dogs getting jumped on the corner. He was like, man, that's the coyotes. <laughs> he said it's just weird. Like, it's just like this loud, weird oh, scream. Like, uh, I'm like, yo, this is weird. Yeah, can you imagine thing. the fear if you had never heard that before? That's what I'm, yeah. that's why I went that's and it was like, yo, what's going that? on on your corner, man? <laughs> hey, I'm using gunshots, liquor stores. You got wild kind But, this, but the crazy thing about the it was that they lived in a neighborhood where all the houses was like, it was like, it was like the neighborhood, like Rancho Cucamonga, but better. Mm. So houses is a, like a little next to each other, but they all nice. It's, you know it's not the hood, and it's just like, what is that noise? And where the heck is it happening at? He's like, yeah, they congregate over there on the corner. I'm like, bro. So you telling me I can come out of my house to get ready what to go they, to the store to get me a candy bar, just, and it's a group of uh, temptation woods at the at the bottom of my at the bottom of my driveway. Oh, that's what you got. The coyote tation. Gotta do that, man. You're not gonna do that. Somebody has to take control of that situation because I'm trying That's, to get my No, breath. it's the coyotes. So, they out there congregating because they Jehovah's Witness Cody's. They trying to make. They sure can't be doing that, man. Favorite. It's people that come out at night and want to enjoy their yard. What they gonna do? Run up and jump But see, they know that. That's why they come out at night because the air is nice outside. They be like, man, brother, we gonna go out here. You hit this house. I hit this house. house. We gonna tell them about our load or and tell Wiley Coyote. Sure I gotta, re I gotta record that next time I'm out there, man. That was some I never experienced nothing like that. Man, come on. You gotta man. make sure that they recognize that he out here getting acne products and dying for us. Them visions was way too deep, man. He tried way too hard, man, and never got to eat. Man, <laughs> man, he tried way too hard, man. He never, he was always skinny. You know what I'm saying? He never had. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, he he had, he must have had a finger hut. He must have had a finger hut account because he must have had a finger hut account because he stayed ordering from Acme. I swear to God, I'm like, like you must man, have that nigga a line of credit and knew he was gonna be ordering every day. Right, like, he ordered everything and, and always messed up on me. Everything, dog.
That's crazy though. Thinking back, looking at them, it, it literally depict what they look like, and you don't even really equate the two. Man. Yeah, That's some real life stuff going on right there, man. But I used to, I used to love them cartoons though. Yeah, I still do. Every now man. and then, you know what, man? I, I go back to Ali. Yeah, I ain't hit. Man, I, I go back, you know, Fat Albert and the gang. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Brown Hornet. Brown Hornet. I came, I came around Doug time, man. Doug and Rugrats. Yeah. Rocco's <laughs> Modern okay, Life, okay. man. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm with you. Wow. Y'all generation Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it was uh, Ren and Stimpy. Nickelodeon, yeah. Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network was heavy when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah, they started coming out with them new superheroes and stuff. Nah, yeah. I ain't hit, man. I stopped. I stopped watching TV at a time. You know what I mean? At a certain point. Yeah. Once yeah, I got into like my creativity, I stopped. You know what I mean? I stopped consuming TV. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah you ain't missing much. The three dimensional, but, uh, man. You know, I started getting into that creativity. I, that's what I used to love, man. I used to sit down and and mock them, them uh, characters and stuff like that. I that was. What we came up on, man, that had our attention, man. Right. I love creativity. I had a love for that creativity. And then yeah. when we got older, they started showing us some of the subliminals. Now, I'm still not making sense out of all of it. Like the behind the scenes stuff and all that? Yeah, like how the creative mind works, man. And it starts going into the psychology of the creative mind, and then it starts pointing the finger at the, the cartoon, which we loved and enjoyed, and saying but that. But now they're trying to point out something to, to confuse you, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that's, that's called hiding the truth in plain sight. Yeah, in a sense. As a kid, you don't get it. That and, and also adult, inception. Think. That yeah. and also inception, a, a plant, they, they planted something that grew. Would you? That, that same stuff is in our letters, man, and it's in our numbers. Yeah. yeah. And books and TVs yeah. and movies and raps and, you know, so, uh, you, you know, know, other adult content, I would say. But the but, thing uh, is, but the thing about being creative is that most creatives, the ones that get, you know, good at their craft and understand what they're doing, they take on these things unconsciously. They just, because you got to think we're doing something that attracts more and more and more people. Like it's like a glue, of course. After a while, a lot of the things become traction due to the fact that there is already traction there. But when it's yeah. attracting that initial glue, that's because they're getting the inception that you're planting in those, you know, those creative elements. Yeah. Whether it's a, a, a whether it's a song, whether it's a video, whether it's just like he told me about the PSG or um or not today. All of that was inception. Yeah. I, I planted thoughts in those visuals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but those thoughts, I mean. The ones that I see, you know, are the ones that make you paranoid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you the ones that are deep, deep. This, yeah, I haven't, the, I, I haven't taken it to the deepest level. I, I go, you know, I took, I took a story, you know, that I wrote. You know what I'm saying? This is a hip hop, man. I wrote a story and then I articulated it in a creative fashion. Right. You know? Yeah, I like I, I know exactly what you mean, man. I've yeah, I've man. I've seen joints that are thought provoking, but honestly, that you know, some some creatives can go real deep, man. Like I said, my you got to think, man. My bar is is somebody like J.K. Like when you could think like that, you could. If I set her at the bar, I can only go down from there. So it's 
It's not that mm-hmm. someone is less creative, but that is a, an amount of creativity that just you Very can't really level. fathom it in one. I can't. It's hard for me to put it in one brain. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like this man. woman you said, gotta, he created many. Different. But I that's just understand. that's just that's what I'm saying. That's one person. So if I was to say she's here, then say we went over here to a to to the guy who created rich man poor. Man. You know what I mean? It's so many different types. Everybody has their enough. own thing, but when you're going to the point where you're confident enough to take thoughts that you wouldn't just share with someone in a conversation and you actually make it a reality and it's, it works, mm. that's that's another level to me. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, I got something that I'm working on right now with an artist sound major. And, man, we got some stuff. You wouldn't believe what you're listening to, man. That's what I mean. All the way to the point where he will come out with some something that sounds completely bogus on the surface. He called this one song Beautiful Lies. And it sounds like some kids made the music, was banging on something. You know what I'm saying? It, it's completely sick. You know what I'm saying? Why are you, I'm, when you first listen to, I don't want to hear that. Right. This is my thought. Then I start listening to it. Yo, I'm about to make something out this. <laughs> I like this. I, 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 I'm now. I'm hearing it. This is right. a, yeah, you know, and creativity be like that, man. Yeah, it be sometimes yeah. you really gotta watch it over and over again. It's a, it's a, a love for the art. You really gotta be able to interpret. Yeah, and I, I think it comes when the, when the creator is doing that. Like you get in creative zones. Each creative in their own, but. When you get into these zones and and you and you begin to come, I mean, you begin to get more and more consistent. I think it just it, it becomes like a trail, like you're leaving like a trail of crumbs. Each joint is going to entice the person more and more. They're just going to follow you. Yeah. Like whoever that guy is, whatever he's doing in that record, that could have been the that could have been you could have been hearing track thirty. He could have been doing that already, and then elevating it from what you heard. Yeah, it really was when you know what it is, you know what I'm saying? And the funny thing about it is your what it is ain't always the same as the writer's what it is, you know? Right. I, I rem- man, I remember so many songs. Drake, man, that, what was that song, man? Um, B, uh, what was it? Nice for what? Nice for what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice for what? Yeah, I remember that joint. Yeah. I was listening to the lyrics of that song, man, and I was interpreting it. My interpretation was my own subconscious interpretation. It wasn't even the same as what was being said in the song. Right. You You were taking it in. You were taking it in through your processor and and processing it in the way you wanted to connect with it. Yes. yes, I was so hooked. It wasn't even what he was saying, man. I was so hooked on that song and that reality. And, you know, he's saying what I want to do. Next thing you yeah. know, he was saying something else. I still loved it. I still loved the song. Don't get me wrong. But it was a total different thought, yeah. man. It wasn't you know connected that way. It wasn't connected the yeah. way that it is to the naked eye. I know what you mean on that sense. But the yeah. love for the, it never goes away. The love for the music never goes away especially if it's that creativity that you're addicted to if you could just as the artist like if i'm gonna put if i'm gonna implement myself um 
it's not that I push a specific creativity or that I get to a different beat and be like, let me be more creative than before. It's the simple fact of just remaining creative. So whatever comes out is just going to be what was meant for that. And, and, and as you're continuing to go, you're going to have joints that are really creative to people and joints that some person might, you know what I mean? It's never going to, we can never sit around and just bask and expect love, 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 love. Because mm-hmm. everybody interprets differently. You, all four of us in here was to go and watch PSG take five minutes and come back. He would have his own perspective and everybody would have their own perspective of what they thought of the video, but only I know what I implemented. Right. Uh, uh, as an artist, you should. Definitely in the eyes of the beholder. Yeah, that is so, true. That's, the, that's, that's, that's like the creative special thing about it. We got to hold this. We got to hold this, fellas. For sure. Um, we got to bring this back. Definitely want to get you guys back on. Um, All right. My producer is telling me that we're running out of time, running short. Um, okay. I got to get my plugs in. But before we do that, we do this thing called parting shots. Um, the right. conversation was so good. I told my producer he had to fuck off for a little bit, man. I wanted to let y'all run with it. I mean, we've been talking some there. good stuff. Yeah, man. I, 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 and, and we're going to have to definitely do this again, man. You brothers are great. Uh, we do this thing called Parting Shots around here, man. It's that last chance to give everybody your social media handles where they can find you, what's next, and, uh, you know, uh, that last word before we close down the bar, uh, put the clippers away, man, and get get to skedaddling, as my friend used to say. Uh, man, Mr. Johnson, man, talk to talk to the people. I want to thank you guys, man. I want to say blessings to all of everybody that's watching, uh, everybody that sees this. I'm Prentice Johnson. Uh, you can find me at Prentice Johnson. Um, look for Rose Box. That's out there. And A Leap in the Fall is coming. I want y'all to look for A Leap in the Fall. I thank you and blessings and success to everybody. Amen. Peace. Yes, sir. Suicide. Talk to the people. Yo, yo, man. What it is. Once again, it's the kid Suicide Holler, man. I do want to give another huge shout out to what's the shit. I want to give a shout out to the man Prentice Johnson and, and, and everybody that's just really rocking with us at this moment, man. You can catch me anywhere. That's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter at S-H-U-I-C-I-D-E-H-O-L-L-A. I'm going to continue to push the bar representing out of Cleveland, Ohio. It's for the east side, man. Yeah. Chris, talk to the people. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m., we are doing, well, I am and the guests are doing a recap of Disney Plus's new Marvel series, Moon Knight, so we're recapping episodes one and two. Next Tuesday is back to me, DC, and Candy B. We are talking about uh, some of the great stuff that we we love and learned about from over the years, and we are breaking down everybody's favorite film, The Last Dragon, so tune in next Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can catch us every Tuesday. You can catch us on all streaming platforms and all social medias. You can catch us on IG or catch me on IG, Blurred's Eye View, all one word. Chris.Fury1 is the other IG. You can catch me on TikTok, Chris Fury one uh, Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on IG. Check us out on, uh, well, everywhere. And more news to come, so stay tuned for that. But uh, we ain't going nowhere. We got a lot of blurred stuff to talk about, and we're here to cover it. So check us out. Stuck.
No, I had to uh, I had to put myself in there. So man, I want to thank these two talented brothers for coming on, man. We definitely gonna have them back. Um definitely Appreciate plan on promoting what they got going on, man. Um great conversation, great, great dialogue, man. It was it was a show oh, that man. despite all the technical uh yeah, I'm getting emailed by brother Paul Light, but he asked me if I want to get cryptocurrency. Um, anywho, uh, the price of fame, you get all these fake motherfuckers. Anywho. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, promises, promises. Do your own research. Right. I'm cool. I don't need none of that. Um, but I got to shout out Opalance Radio, man. We are a part of that. Um, we launched, It launched Sunday. Monday night is Man Cave Mondays. If you go to OpalanceRadio.com, you will hear what the shit. Now, tomorrow, if you go to OpalusRadio.com, guess what you're going to hear? Ah, what the shit? Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? We on the internet radio waves, baby. We out here. Um, more stuff. I got. We got some more things coming down the pipeline. Um, some conversations being had. Once again, I can't talk about it until it's done. But uh, once it's done, you know you'll get to hear from me. I got to thank WMIC Media Group, our media group out of New York. Um, Courtney couldn't be here tonight, but I got to thank him, man. You know what I'm saying? Doing what he do. Got to thank Chris. I said, thank our guests, man. Thank all of our guests that's been here. Um, I got movie goals to get away. So if you fellas don't mind, man, I uh, want to get you guys a copy of this movie. It's called Death on the Nile. Um, it's this okay. crazy movie. Star Gail Gadot, man, as being guest, uh, free movie night on us. Um, I'll get those codes over to you as soon as I get them. Um, right. Shout out to our people on Instagram, man. We just uh, got over 2,500 followers, which is huge because uh, back in August, I think we was at about 400. So good jump in a couple months. Real uh, talk, uh, real talk. Access, we can give them more than one movie if you want. Uh, we can talk about that. Uh, I just want to yeah. get through this because I know people got stuff to do, man. It's getting late. Uh, I actually got a man getting to get to over here. You know what I mean? uh, so, but no, man, I want to thank you guys for coming mm. on, man. What you guys are doing is dope. Like I said, man, um, definitely want to run this back. Definitely want to I'll be in contact. Just know that. Um, oh, trust, trust. I'm coming back, man. Just hit me up, oh, yeah. man. Are we recording right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Still live. Still live. I will be back. I appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to tell everybody my corny little cliche, man. Once you hear your family, um, never hesitate to hit us up, man. You need something. You got something going on, man. You want the word to get out. We will definitely uh, put the word out for you. Um, definitely want to promote, man. We try to promote people who come on man just because we feel like it's honor for you guys to give us your time and share your time with our people so for that we will always be indebted and always be grateful man you got a video that you want coming out you got coming out man we'll put it on our um page man and share it to the people um with that being said um can i still do it i can still do it okay so uh with that being said um like i said apple radio man i'm excited about that deal um just a simple fact that there's ad revenue um, that has nothing to do with the people. That has to do with us, man. We finally get to get paid for our work, man. And we, um, as for me, that's big because, like I said, I only been doing this for two years, man. If you would have told me when I started this two years ago, it would be, uh, you know, what I'm saying, signing an internet radio deal, have some other things um, in the works. You know, what I'm saying, give doing sponsor giveaways, and, and on our fifth season, going into our sixth, and still being strong, and still gaining traction, and still having followers and fans, and 
people who love what we do and enjoying it and, and kicking it with dope ass guests from all over the world. I would have told you he was lying. Um, uh, and that's just me uh, being honest. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know, I know. Um, but um, like I said, man, it's a testament to the hard work and those who create knows that it's hard work. Um, it's not easy doing what we do. Um, I got to thank my wife, man. She she puts up with a lot with my crazy antics and my um, what I call creative dumps. Because once I get off doing something creative, I have this pent-up energy. So I end up getting off the show and I stay up late doing something or researching or I just go around the house doing crazy um, shit that I probably should be sitting my punk ass down, but she puts up with it, so I got to thank her for that. Um, yeah, Chris, you know, I do a lot of crazy I, shit. I, I, uh, I know, I know. We in, the, we in the same boat. We in the same boat. So I get off of here and I do a lot of crazy shit, but I, I have fun, man. This For me, this is fun. So being able to kick it with dope people gives me that energy, man. It gives me that. It's like when Goku is asking for the people's energy to make that spirit bomb. That's what I get when I kick it with dope people. I get this energy. That was I get this uh, transfer of energy, <laughs> you know? man. This yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, it's a dope thing that I get to kick it with people who make me want to do more and make me want to create more and make me, you know what I'm saying, set my game up every time because every time it's always a dope person. And I feel like each person is doper than the last and that's not a shot to the last person. It just feels like that energy that comes, everybody comes with a different energy and you feel it. But um, I get this pent-up energy, man. It's like a reserve that I get the second and third win after the show, so I'm always... But anywho... That's enough of that, man. Thank you to the Suicide Holler, man. Thank you to Pittis B. Johnson, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for coming. Like I said, you guys will be back. Uh, Chris, anything else? Uh, like I said, Thursday night, tomorrow night, 8.30, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, yeah. all of that. Tuesdays, 8.30, same time, same place. Uh, listen to us, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, uh, Spotify, the whole nine, everywhere you listen to your podcast, iHeartRadio, we all over the place. Don't play with us. Blurred's out of you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, again, opulenceradio.com. Tomorrow, if you're not doing them between like nine and nine at night, you'll be able to hear your boys all day long. God damn, we on radio, nigga. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's my, that's my one explosion. Um, go back to humble brag mode. Um, uh, there's a few people I need to shout out on Instagram. Um, Lynn Hay, uh, Mama Maria, um, Brandon Jano. Um, there's a lot more I can name. Uh, there's about 2,500 of them. But I, I, I'm not going to do that uh, because we all had the time, nor the patience. Uh, just naming them four people got to give me a headache. But those people are always um, there for us, um, always a part, showing support. Uh, shout out to And She Creates. Um, new network I just, um, new network of people I just started um, getting in contact with. Um, but without further ado, it's been great. It's been real. Saturday y'all with the white girl. Is it going? No, no white girl. You've been listening to What the Shit, a product of Black Legacy Productions and WMIC Media.